the Sneaky Friday. The mother. You think my life is perfect? The daughter. You couldn't last one day in my shoes. The key. The switch. You're in my body and I'm in your body. I'm like the Crypt Keeper. To switch back, they'll have to live each other's lives. Where is Harry's school? We can walk from here. It's 20 blocks. Run fast. And connect in ways they never thought possible. Why don't we like adults? Welcome back to the show, Welcome everyone. Back. Oh boy, boy. It's Friday. Yes. Would you say it's Freaky Friday? Uh, it's been a little freaky today, but I think it's about to get a little freakier. I don't know if when we woke up this morning as our regular self, so <laughs> we did not switch places. We ate so many fortune cookies for nothing. Listeners, my name is Pete. And I'm Scott, and, and these, these are, are the, the movies that, that made us gay. gay. Devin Lucky from the I Don't Want to Hear That podcast. Welcome back Devin. on. Welcome. Welcome. You were last on the show for Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. What? What is, do you have an anniversary coming up? Is it four years yet? That you guys have been. Our anniversary is oh, in Lord, May. I don't even know. We hit yeah. Muriel's wedding. <laughs> we, was that before? We hit episode two hundred a few oh weeks gosh. ago. Muriel's wedding was pre-COVID. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! So that, yeah, that's when. Yeah. It's been a blur, but we, I'm really <laughs> proud of you guys. No, really, <laughs> like you. it's it's been like obviously like everyone like. When I post all my stories, they'll just reply and be like, oh, my God, that's such a brilliant idea for a podcast. After <laughs> just, it's really grown. And to see yeah. you like, doing your events and Q&As, yeah. like, I mean, I'm, I'm very proud. And it's, and it's only getting better from here on out. Thank you so much. You know, I do. Uh, it's funny because the, I think the name a lot of times hooks people. If people are not familiar with it, it'll be like, oh, I'm a podcast. I'm a podcast. You should listen. I'm like, what's it called? I'm like, Movies and Made Us Gay. They're like, that is brilliant. I'm like, yeah. I know. And I like to reference the Netflix show as a as a go-to right, because right, sure. I mean there are certain people maybe my mom sure who will just go so movies can make you gay yeah. huh? so, <laughs> no mom it means like what movies helped you come right, into your own right. as a gay if, the, you know, the <laughs> only the only time we've ever get trolled and it's literally in four years it's been three times it's always A on Facebook mm. and B movies can't make you gay right. <laughs> yeah like, alright all right, calm down. But um, I'm confused. You said Freaky Friday. I thought you were doing another view from the top. <laughs> oh, this is view from the top episode <laughs> two. Retrospect. There's whenever, so okay, much to talk so about, listeners. Whenever I think that's what's making your yeah. podcast so brilliant. Like, obviously, you know, you start with these pinnacles, but I mean, when you did She Devil, it's like yes, yes. you are going into the deep nitty gritty mm-hmm. that needs to be needs to be covered. I mean, we get we've got content to create. Mm-hmm. We got to do this, this true once a week. We're like, okay. I guess, you know, uh, my dinner with Andre made me Deb, gay we're going to have Gwyneth reply to our Facebook oh story one <laughs> Guys, of these days. Every time Gwyneth does a Q&A, we just troll her <laughs> with you from the top questions. Just, yes, it's going to happen. She we're just going to bomb her. Yeah, I love it. Oh, oh goodness. But no, I mean, speaking of my podcast briefly, yes, I'm yes, so glad that after please. four years, I finally have you guys at least doing a rewatch and catching up with we're the comeback. We're almost so, done with yeah. the comeback. Yes. We have one more episode left. Oh I'm on the edge of my seat, Dev. I, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I cannot wait to have you guys on yeah. and discuss this. I uh, I mean, we'll talk about it on your show. I am half of a fan of the so-called cringe comedy. Like, I love the American office, but the British office is too much, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And that kind of like, I'm embarrassed for them. And I watch with my covering my eyes because it's so... Right. That feeling that you mm-hmm. get. And this, the comeback is heavy with it, 
But there's just it's just so good that well, I, I just yeah. yeah that is an afterthought. I think in the interim before season two, Lisa said you know, despite being disappointed and everything, you know, she said one day she just had an epiphany where it was like, I get it. <laughs> People will watch men in this situation, yeah, but a yeah. woman, God forbid, yeah. like, and that's what makes it extra that's hard. Yeah, we love absolutely. to see Larry David like act the fool yeah. and yeah. create these cringe moments. Yeah. Yep, and but, Michael um, Scott and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, I think I think I'll get her on. I hope so for the finale. I'm having like <laughs> ideas of like a big party sure. and WeHo like okay. a finale. We'll see. Maybe maybe get her on Zoom for a yeah. Our, hey. But the other day I posted Happy 60th Lisa and she wrote thank you. So well, I mean a little comment like on that. the radar. She knows you on exist. the radar. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I know it's like you just got You got to play it too. Got to play. Yeah. It too. <laughs> oh man. All right. All right. Let's get into this we week's get episode. Into the Freaky Friday. So. We watched Freaky Friday, released August 6, 2003, directed by Mark Waters. (gasps) Second Mark Waters film. We have done Mean Girls on the show. Mean Girls used to be our most downloaded episode. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I I was shocked that um, the other day I did a 20th anniversary takeover on my stories and I had all this trivia. And I was (laughs) shocked that most people didn't realize it's the same director as Mean Girls. Because you wouldn't think, how could one guy make two incredibly back to back (laughs) Lindsay movies? Yeah, I mean. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this movie, like, just to look back, the amount of money it made, like, it just makes you miss a time when it could yeah. happen. Yeah. Because yeah. now I'm thinking and hearing about the sequel, which is wonderful, but then I think that I didn't even watch Disenchanted. Right. I didn't, yeah. I didn't we haven't gotten to it either. If Hocus Pocus 2 didn't get a theatrical release, yeah. would they even think about that for Freaky Friday 2? Right. Like, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. And the other thing, too, is that this property, the Freaky Friday name, this is the second of. Four? Oh my gosh! I know we were talking. Are we even? Are we even counting Freaky the serial killer movie? No, no, no. I'm just saying movies called Freaky <laughs> Friday yes, yeah. with a mom and a daughter mm-hmm. switch. The Disney. I don't know. I think it was Disney Plus already when they released the most recent one. The musical one? Is it a musical? I don't even know. There, I just know that there's one. That, was, there's so there's one one that was a musical a couple years ago. Okay. And then there's the Jody one that you caught up on. And then I was saying that there was a Shelley Duvall, Gabby Hoffman. Yes. Uh, Shelley Long. Shelley Long, I'm sorry. From yep. not, which some people say is the inspiration for Valerie. There's a little bit of Shelley Long in there. Oh. And if you look at that True yeah. Beverly Hills wig mm-hmm. and yeah, just yeah, little yeah. Um, leaving TV. I, mean, I don't like it. to get into it. But lead of a workplace sitcom. Sure. Right, right, right. It's nothing like, I'm not saying anything mean. It's just those have been the rumors. Yeah, of course. But, um, but I, yeah, that's the one thing. When Disney Plus was coming to fruition, I was like, it's got to be all or nothing. I want Parent Trap for ah, vacation. Oh, same. You know, <laughs> where's the Torkelsons, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the fact that you can't find some of these TV movies, you know. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. And it's I weird. noticed, though, when I Googled the, the poster for the 1995 one, it was that same purple and green kind of uh, poster style. Oh, that's so interesting. That yeah. That, that and was that a over. Disney Channel or an mm-hmm. ABC Family? Disney Channel. At least yeah. Disney, Disney Channel, Channel okay. movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, Freaky Friday as a property has been around, obviously, since 1971 um, with the original. Uh, and The they, book, right? It, well, it was a book first and then the... And then the Movie came out the same year as Taxi Driver, so that's like 77, 78. That would have been 76 no, before that, yeah. 76. No, but yeah, Jody. Well, Jody was hmm, Jody was 13. She turned 14 on, on the first movie, and I believe it was 76. I want to say Taxi Driver 76, but yeah, I could be wrong. Freaky Friday, yeah, 1976. So, well, my point was Taxi Driver <laughs> 76 did them both in the same year, sure. So, but I mean, up until this point, they had just been remaking. This property mm-hmm. with new people, you know, throwing, you know, Shelly, Shelly, uh, I was going to say Duvall again. Long. Long. Thank you. Um, 
Jamie Lee Curtis and whoever was in the Disney Plus musical version. But now I think this is the one that deserves a proper sequel. Yeah. Which bring back Jamie Lee, bring back Lindsay. It's very rare in general across genres to think a remake is better. But in doing my research, people really do think this is better than the Okay, sure. So, sure. Um, We did a watch of the 1976 one, a movie that I was not sure if I had ever actually sat down and watched or if I'd just seen clips of it on the Disney Channel when I was a kid. the original version. Yeah. Because... Little itsy bitsy Jodie Foster at 13. When I was a little kid and was introduced to that, I was like... You even knew gay icon. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I was like, work, bitch. You are the queen of looks. You are... uh, I kind of... Because Jodie Foster, especially at that age... Well, at that all throughout her entire career, had a little bit of an androgynous thing going on. Mm-hmm. So much like uh, a friend of ours who remained nameless and thought that Joaquin Phoenix was cute as a girl or a boy, I thought that Jodie Foster. I was like, she is a little cute little boy. As a little kid, I'm thinking mm-hmm. this, right? She kind of had a Christian Stewart vibe going you on know, with her when she and was so, a, and so, and when she I, was little, and I just thought it was a cute movie in general. Um, it's so interesting as we were watching it. We won't talk too much about the original. We're, we're focusing on no, 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 yeah. Jamie Lee and, and Lindsay. But 1976 Disney live action movie, it's really straddling the line of like a modern movie, but it really feels like, is this the 60s? Well, you're right. Because yeah. I shit think Freaky old. Friday, and I'm thinking that's got to be Haley Mills era, right? It feels, 61? It no, feels it's, old. It's, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It feels like. Parent Trap era. But it's fully the later half of the 70s, right? Like, I'm born, like, the next year and a half. But it just just feels dated. Well, thank you. (laughs) Um, It just feels so dated, but it's it's charming. Obviously, it's like the whole idea is... uh, They didn't even care about making, like a fortune cookie or like a, a tiki god or like something. It was just like, I, well, we should trade places. And then they just do, you know? And you get that really, <laughs> they wake and you, up? And you get that really cool shot of them like, Jodie Foster's at like a diner, like a Denny's sitting at the counter, eating a, a banana split. And the mom is just like smoking a cigarette in the morning over the dishes. And they're just like that little Bitch. She thinks mm-hmm. that her life is so easy. We should change places, and they say it, and they do a split screen saying it at the same time, and then they just flip, and that's it. So how no, they get back. They pretty much do the same they, thing. They do the same thing. <laughs> they're so frazzled in their new like oh, life wow. that they're just like, well, well, I sure learned my lesson, and then they just flip back. Um, I definitely but, saw it a long. Time yeah, ago. yeah, yeah, yeah. And but then the other thing is that not only did Freaky Friday have like a whole slew of remakes it kind of started this genre where the body now, like, snatching well, movie what's the, body the judge movies. reinhold vice versa judge right? reinhold and fred savage, savage okay. are in vice versa what was, what was the other what was the other one that was competing against the other it? one was like father like son father and that like was son, yeah. kirk cameron and dudley moore these are all movies from my era when i was a little kid um they are hot trash yeah. both of them the the kirk cameron dudley moore one is like unwatchable oh, the Fred Savage, Judge Reinhold one is okay, but let me tell you this hot take. So you're saying, oh, sorry, so, but you're making sure. me think. Even something like Big, you could say. Was oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Freaky Friday, 17 mm-hmm. again, all that. You know, that mm-hmm. is kind of its own little. 
Yeah, genre seventeen to again itself. later on. Which I mean, speaking of seventeen again, I know that this know that we'll get into it later. But Michelle Trachtenberg could have been the Anna character, and it almost happened. Oh, really? Yep. She read for Anna. She was, I think, more or less cast, and she couldn't do it due to Buffy commitments. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, in the in the book, I believe, and in the Jodie Foster version, the character's name is Annabelle. And the and. I mean, it was 1976, so the mom didn't really have a job. Yeah, she was just like, and I think this this, this washing machine. And I think that's what's really fun. <laughs> it's really hard about to use a washing machine. The update is that you can get the mom out of the house. Yeah. and I think yeah. I think Barbara Harris is really funny in the movie. Oh, she's I so wouldn't funny say underutilized because I think that they have fun with her. Yeah. I just want her to get out of the damn house. Sure, of that movie. Yeah. Um, I was worried of when we began the movie. I was like, fuck, are we? Picking the wrong Freaky Friday to like talk about Should and we like really focus be on. on the Should old we one? be really be <laughs> focusing on the old one because you get like Jodie Foster, lesbian icon. But about halfway through, I'm just like, okay, the remake is better. The remake is better. It's more. Fu- it's more. The fun. remake is a better pass of the material. Yeah, yeah. Was that your hot take? Or no? Well, okay. my hot take was just about uh, the the Judge Reinhold Fred Savage version. Uh, I already forgot the name of it. Vice My, versa. Vice versa. My hot take was, I know Fred Savage is like, beloved, the Wonder Years, we love it, you know, icon, classic. He's insufferable as oh a little kid actor. <laughs> you want to shake him. Mm-hmm. You want to shake him. He's just so like, I don't know, like snotty and like he's doing this weird like Brooklyn accent. And it's like, dude, you're from Reseda. Get, stop. <laughs> stop sure. with, with this kind of talk, you know. Um, baby, baby Bobby De Niro or something. Yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, and I remember really just liking it as a kid, but it was only because I was his age. So I was like, all right. Well, it's funny if you say that, if we're going to compare it to Lindsay, because I remember watching this with my dad, and he knew how much I loved Jamie back then. Mm-hmm. And, and with his accent, he was like, you know, Debbie, the Jamie is good, but the Lindsay is so good. Uh, like, and oh, that was, that's it sweet. was so, like, for yeah. him to be like, you know yeah. what, like, she's really holding this. I mean, Jamie's wonderful, obviously. Sure. But, like, to just acknowledge that a 16 year old is, sure. like, yeah. so incredible. Yeah. Because that's the thing. I mean, you really believe that they switch. There are certain, <laughs> there are certain scenes where you're like, wait, like, you really freaked sure. out. No so, so, okay. So, I, I had some thoughts on this rewatch because I've seen this before. Yeah. We, did a, we okay. did a commentary for it on our Patreon. And yeah, it's great. Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Curtis is funny. Like, funny. I'm getting some laughs yeah, out yeah. of, like, some of her reactions when she is yeah. Anna in, you know, in the body. Well, I just wanted to say, as the um, Jamie Lee Curtis aficionado, sure. I, I wanted to get this out before we got into the nitty-gritty of the movie, yeah. because um, I remember after H2O, there was virus that bombed. Things got stagnant. Halloween Resurrection was the end of the world. What was she and doing in the early 2000s besides that? That's it. And I remember she was um, she was on Oprah or something because she did that more magazine where she was just completely um, oh, in her bra yeah. panties okay. showing the world, this is yeah. me. This more magazine. I remember Me- more meanwhile, magazine. Meanwhile, what was she... 42? How old was she even? I think she was 44. 44. Uh, And that was her brave moment of like, look at me in the bra and panties. I remember she said, I have not headlined a movie in a long time. And days after she did that terrifying shoot, you know, she got this. And And that Benning dropped out. Right. I mean, which was such a weird blessing, you know. And she, she picked this up within, within days. As the story goes, Annette Benning was always meant to be Who's, who's the Tess. mom character? Tess, who's always yeah. meant to be Tess pretty much since they began developing it. Well, not until I posted that question the other day. Yep. I guess Jody was at least scouted. Yes, she was, she was offered it and she that, said no. Yeah, because that yep. would have been maybe fun yep. in a way to have that. But she maybe still would have been... No, she played a mom in Panic Room. 
She wasn't like. Super I think she young. just said that the casting would be too distracting for audiences in the movie. Yeah. I think that Jodie... Because did, she's too famous. I think Jodie just didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Which, to be fair, like, that's fine if you don't want to be in it. Yeah, and people always yep. complain about Hannibal. I'm like, she won an Oscar for that role. Why risk sure. messing anything up or yeah. doing yeah. a I mean, it's not like that's... Nims Island was anything great <laughs> oh. that she would do a few years later. It's oh. like, I think that you could have fit in the Parent Trap yeah. remake. Oh but they had Annette Benning, and I something came up. Annette Benning had to skip out I mean, maybe it might have been being Julia. a week before production. Yeah. I think it was probably family issues. Oh, okay. So she like exited the movie, weeks. and Jamie was offered it very last minute. I mean, pretty much just like walked onto set and memorized her lines, and she was good to go. Yeah, and I think she said there was a point where maybe her and someone was having creative differences, and she said she was like, "Listen, this I is what I'm bringing to I the think, table." Sure. I think well, that, okay, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think that I watched that. I think it was like, this is my career, like GQ or Vanity Fair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she mentioned that Mark, I think Mark Waters kind of commented of, oh, you're really like swinging for the fences for this movie. Because right. like, Annette you don't might need have to, kept it a little like, more grounded. I think that he was like, okay, like you can maybe scale it back. And she's just like, nope. It's like, I'm my, really going there. My thought process, not having read either of those articles, my thought process was she's, and I, it made me think of, the latest uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. And that the bad reviews that I read were Zachary Levi is playing a different character than that little boy that he's supposed to be an aged-up version of. Mm -hmm. When the little kid is a kid, it's a totally different performance than what Zachary's giving. Zachary Levi's giving like, oh, shucks, I'm a little boy. I stepped on gum. Uh, you know? <laughs> but the other kid is now like 18. Yeah. You know? right, right. And it, it kind of made me think of that because I was like, she's not giving me Lindsay, but she's still giving me a kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's funny. And it works. It's yeah. funny to me. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I don't care that I'm not like, it's exactly Lindsay. Because she would be like, oh, whack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't know that Anna would have said like whack or whatever. But still, like her reactions to Mark Harmon, yeah. her reactions to the brother. When she's like, I don't want to marry him. Ew. Ew. <laughs> like, like it's, just, it's those, it's those like. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like all that. So I was less concerned that like, well, she didn't really study like Lindsay's like ins and outs or whatever, because that wasn't the biggest sin. She was making me laugh. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's like the highest so yeah. I was like okay as long as I'm laughing I'm still in it and I don't care because Golden Globe nominated performance I'm telling you yep. uh, like the the Crypt Keeper line alone get the hell out of here still makes me laugh laugh every yeah. time every time but so as someone who pretty much the first question I ask anyone I meet is you know <laughs> what do you think about Jamie Lee Curtis what I realized after this movie had came out and years went by it was such a divide between her past and her present sure. Sure. because of Freaky Friday an eight-year-old knows who Jamie Lee Curtis is, mm -hmm. you know. And, of course, the new Halloweens have brought her back. But during that time, that really let her cross the generations. And even yeah. the next year, this would certainly have led to Christmas with the Cranks, which, while right. it was trash critically, people love that movie. Oh, and yeah. it did well. Gets rerun so on that, AMC yeah. every year. Yeah. So, so I feel like that was her big juggernaut, Freaky Friday and Christmas with the Cranks. And then things did slow down. For a little bit. Sure. And until you again. <laughs> okay. I, I remember messaging you about you again. I'm like, are we sleeping on this movie? Is this like secret masterpiece? <laughs> and I was just like, no. Do I need to like re-examine it? Okay, that's good. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. um, where did you first see the Freaky Friday? 
Me? Where did uh, you first see Freaky yeah. Friday? Theaters. This, this version saw in theaters. Any Good. any memories of going to this in the theater? I, I remember just being just being so excited to, <laughs> to have her, you know, back on screen. You know, I was such a new yeah. baby fan. And what's funny is I had lunch with someone today and I was telling about tonight. She was like, well, is there a lot of gay subtext in Freaky Friday? And I'm like, it's more about the fandom of Jamie and Lindsay. And, Lindsay. Yeah. and, and you know, Absolutely. like you said, you guys just did a deep dive on her music. Like yeah. what what she really embodied for us, you know. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so definitely theaters. Probably, I might have only saw it once in theaters. but um. I saw this movie with my best friend. We were about to go to Prince Wales Island in Alaska. <laughs> and we were... As you do. We were in Billings, <laughs> Montana, just wait uh, the night before our flight, and we went to this movie. So I always remember seeing this with my best friend. Mm-hmm. I missed it in theaters. I, were, pro- I probably... You were too cool. I well, Too cool. I was too yeah. adult. Weirdo going to Freaky Friday in 2003. Um, well, I think you do bring up a good point. You know, there is that moment in middle school or high school where you're like, I- I'm too cool. Yeah. Like, I remember even with Lilo and Stitch, I felt like I was kind of getting older. And then I saw it and like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Oh, right. My whole life's changed. It's like, even I, did, um, I just told him that I watched Iron Giant for the first time. Oh. I've never gotten so many angry DMs. I think I lost my film credit nah, card yeah. completely. I should never have admitted <laughs> it that. It took me a really long time to finally get to Iron Giant mm-hmm. yeah. as well. So, yeah, it's like, Freaky Friday is a perfect PG movie wherein that it still caters to, like I said, an eight-year-old could watch that movie and enjoy it, but also an adult is not going to be cringing because it just... Even the moment, um, sorry to go too deep, but like with the brother at school, like it's it's not sappy. Like you get emotionally involved without it feeling right. Um, uh, what's the word? Like manipulated. Sure, and the, and that's a beat from that's a beat that's in the original. Mm-hmm. So, you know, her and the brother have a very antagonistic relationship, but later on, she finds mm-hmm. out as the mom that you know that the brother really loves her and idolizes Aunt Annabelle and all that. So I like that they brought in certain beats. From the original that they kept that they kept in this one. For the listeners who love the soundtrack as much as I do, Urban Outfitters <laughs> has an exclusive right now. It's coming out September first. Did you God. see it? I saw it. It's gorgeous. It's the purple and green vinyl, and oh my God! Is this... it a color vinyl? Yes, like the disc. There's oh, two that's discs, cool. and oh one is purple God. and one is green. And I'm like, this I is... love that. Yeah, I mean that that soundtrack must have cost a pretty penny. Granted, no one yeah. was huge, but you've got like you they know got, Ashley Simpson. They got Joey Ramone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, doesn't he do what a wonderful world? I mean, world it's a wonderful world, but yeah. it's a cover, well, yeah, which are always yeah. cheaper. But it's but um, it's Joey Ramone though. Is it the Ramones or is it just Joey? I think it just might be Joey. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and you can't also just gloss over Lindsay singing mm-hmm. on this. Yeah, how have you guys been enjoying your Lindsay deep dive? <laughs> so okay, well, uh, first of all, we we just have to get a little bit into the movie here, and Anna. The character that Lindsay plays. You have a lot of thoughts about Anna's band. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so, okay. So, Anna is, you know, a high school student. She is, you know, she's literally holding onto her bed frame, will not get out of bed. Scott's like, couldn't be me. Has to get up, no. watch a Golden Girls after <laughs> I have the shower. To get up, I have to get up immediately, take a shower. Yeah. yeah. I am, wake up with a smallest amount of time between getting ready and walking out the door. Okay. That is me. So I'm I'm already on Anna's <laughs> side here. I'm, I I'm getting up in my in my giant nightgown. I yes. Mm-hmm. I completely love the idea of a movie, a Disney movie in particular, um trying to make a kid edgy. 
Mm-hmm. And so, like, Lindsay as, like, this edgy girl. And what is 2003? 2003. 2003. So, edgy girl in 2003. The costuming on Lindsay. I cannot... It takes me back. ...express how much I love... She looks like trash, but I love... <laughs> Just the the details they put in, these cut-off high-water, like, dicky pants, the amount of tank tops. I remember girls in my high school trying to recreate this look of Anna and her friends, but they couldn't quite get it this polished just partly because they are styled by, like, Hollywood stylists. Hollywood right. stylists. And so, you lived in yep, the middle of Montana. And we lived in the middle of Montana. Yeah. But I remember girls trying to get this look yeah. on all of them. Yeah. So and then okay, they turn their shirt inside out. I yep. mean, <laughs> yeah, the the layer upon layer, and ladies out there who lived through the early two thousands, you understand the layering of the tank tops and the camisoles. It was a big deal. All right, but uh, okay, so she's in this band. Does the band? Oh, the band. Oh, the name of the band, the Pink Slips. I was like, that's a good name. Oh my god, I'm like, should I be blushing at the name the Pink? How is that not? Been, how is that not already like a girl riot band? <laughs> the pinks, but it's, it almost sounds like is it vulgar. Do I have a dirty mind? I don't know. <laughs> so she's in the pink slip, pink slip, or the pink slips. I don't know. But they okay. Her mom, she may think her mom is an asshole, but her mom lets her band play in the garage, take over take the full garage. Thing. Could you I'll imagine? Just, I'll just park my Mercedes in the street. <laughs> Daughter, go ahead, take it over. First of all, anybody who knows anything knows that you practice at the drummer's house. That poor slob should not have to take apart, break down, and put back together his drum kit every time you practice. This is selfish, Lindsay. <laughs> Come on. Well, I hope that the drummer is Exam- leaving it all at Examine your house. life. No, he put it in his shitty oh, he Ford Aerostar minivan. That was the whole gig. That's why he has the van, to bring the, 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 the drums back and forth. Second of all... If you are a sophomore in high school and you are shredding on the guitar, melting faces, <laughs> I mean, this is, this is the greater Los Angeles area. Someone should be much like Saved by the Bell's famous episode, Rockumentary. Rock uh, Zack Attack. The yeah. Zack Attack. Somebody's going to be jogging by and say, hey, I heard your band and you, <laughs> Missy, are rivaling. We're going like, to sign you this afternoon. She's like rivaling Steve Vai with these like guitar, with these like <laughs> instrument, like these solo licks. She's like killing it out there with, you know, she's like Slash. Like Slash is like, wow, that's pretty okay. Um, in other words, she's really good. So yeah, is Christina Vidal not. Vidal? Is she not that. that actress? Is that it like, is were the, they lip syncing or is she? Oh, I don't, I don't think, she, I don't think she's the vocals. Okay. Oh, that's I what I was I wondering. I, I don't know. It, Maybe she is. I, it's it's Lindsay. That, so I, I would then. think that they would let her sing. So I was reading that that friend role was offered to Kelly Osborne. Oh, and wow. she couldn't do it due to commitments to the reality show. Jeez. And she, I think has said that she regrets not doing the movie. Yeah. That would have been mm-hmm. real fun. I know. I I remember loving her "Papa Don't Preach" cover. I don't oh, remember? remember she performed I do. it on the on the MTV I know that's movie awards, but it was yep. good. No, it was cute. Yeah. It was cute. Um, Christina Vidal. Why do I feel like she had some sort of musically inclined like thing? I I almost thought she was in the Cheetah Girls for a second. Then I was like, no, that's not her. <laughs> Yeah, I just assumed she was singing because I felt like she had something that she had done. Oh, that wait was a minute, musical. Christine Vidal's in "Welcome to the Dollhouse." Yeah, but she would have been like little. 
Like, look at her age. She would have been really li- like a little kid. She would have been like. I wonder if she's just one of the sister yeah, strengths or something. I think so. I think so. But yeah, this band is amazing. There's way too many of them. But I like that it's a girl band and the girls are all up front. They got boys, but they're just drummers, drummer, mm. drum and bass. Get in the back. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of amazing that that they don't even she doesn't even really reference like I let you take over my garage first of all I yeah. feel like my parents would never let me live that well down. I think they do a good job of <laughs> little moments where you really do see both sides you sure. don't feel like yeah. it's just oh Tess is evil it's like I mean I right, love when right. she realizes her door's not there that that scene is shot so great like in the music and she's coming down the stairs and, and she's, she's just, just sitting, sitting there like, at the table it's like you're like oh shit's about <laughs> to go down yes yeah love it. Yes, I, I I like the way that they kind of made these two characters. They gave Lindsay like an angle, right? Mm-hmm. And I like I like the um, the rock band angle, and I like that she is kind of like like I said, the, the edging her out was a little much. The the chunky highlights are you know maybe questionable, but it's still it's a fun idea, and it gives her a good angle, and it gives her something to talk about with the boy. Mm-hmm. I like that. In the original, Jodie Foster played lacrosse and water skied. This just sounds like the boringest movie. It was wild. Field hockey. <laughs> oh, field hockey. I'm sorry. Not yep. lacrosse. It's field hockey and water skiing. That water skiing it's scene at the end of that yeah. movie, I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Why, why are we water skiing? Sure. And okay. Yep. Gr- granted, the whole like, we're auditioning for the locals only tent at Wango Tango. That is insane. Wild beyond like, <laughs> I'm serious. Wango Tango is, is that like done. Do they even do it anymore? I remember before I lived here, I would hear like Britney's at Wango Tango, and I would get I was like, gonna excited. Say, they like, were, they get like fucking Britney Spears to go to Wango Tango. Yeah. Now, do you that think it's like, like <laughs> the the iHeart Radio Fest? It kind of oh, is that. Right. It's just yeah. kind of that now. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, speaking. That's I'm, I'm sorry. How, when did did you live in LA for a much longer time, or your whole life? I'm from LA. Oh, okay. So you know, you watch these movies. You're growing up. It's all a fantasy. And then now I'm watching it today. I'm like. I know where this is. Yeah. That's the promenade in Santa Monica. Yes. That's the Palisade. Did you notice that Mark Harmon was driving on the he drove his car right on the promenade street? I was like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, he drops he drops her off on the promenade yeah, in his that's car. So funny. He that, stopped. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's make believe. Right? right in front of one of the dinosaurs, spitting dinosaur statues. I've still never been to Tokyo. the Sunset Tower, and I know it's like five hundred dollars for uh, ice cream sundae. But that's why I, we have never been yeah. to this. <laughs> but um, but that, even that, I'm like, oh god. Well, yeah, what's the blues now? That's gone. I don't know. It's gone now. I don't know yeah. what it is. I remember, I think that um, House of Blues... We live like 10 minutes away. We I think left a couple <laughs> years after I moved here. Okay. I never got but an I don't opportunity know what to go. It. Now, they probably just raised the building because it's such a specific facade. Mm-hmm. I can't probably, believe they would put like a Kinko's there. It's probably like fancy condos now or something. Yeah. Do you guys want to pause and just go to the Sunset Tower? And well, we'll be right. Let's go right now. This and we'll just say, oh, we're, we're doing promotion. <laughs> I was trying to, to see if they shot on the roof or if that is a set of Sky Bar. Oh, I'm yeah. sure I mean, it's that, a set. The view is gorgeous. I'm sure yeah. it's a set. But is they, it really open they, to the air like that? Yeah, they made it look like that. Because, that, yeah, I was gonna, at the time... Uh, the you know the sky bar was up there and that was a very like exclusive like you know mm-hmm. venue. Tess and, her, Tess and Mark Harmon are really shelling out for They're this. They're dropping some cointadas on this mm-hmm. wedding. I'm for this wedding. Like, the amount of money that they're putting into this, I was like, I was having an argument with Scott over what would be more expensive, halibut or salmon. <laughs> and Scott schooled me on why. I think that halibut, halibut would, be, would be, more be more expensive because they're usually um, like a wild caught from the ocean. Sure. I remember working at 
my one of my first jobs was working at a retirement home in high school, and halibut would be served, and I was like, I actually know what that is when I watch this movie because um, I don't know why you'd be serving fish at a wedding. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. Well, it's funny, Mark Harmon. You were seeing some of the things Jamie was doing when things were slow. She did reunite with him on NCIS oh, okay. for a few episodes. Sure. I remember watching that, and being excited. That that was like a whole little Freaky Friday reunion thing. She did a few episodes with oh, him. Oh, that's cool. Okay, NCSI. Yeah. What an interesting career. Fascinating Jamie. career. No. Well, you're talking about Jamie, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know I don't want to turn this into the Jamie Lee podcast, but <laughs> okay. when I went to the 35th anniversary screening of Halloween at uh, the Egyptian, um, I went by myself. I think I couldn't get anyone to go with me, and I was I was I knew she was going to be there, which was a big deal. Mm. And she was very melancholy. She said, "You know, in this town, you don't retire; you get retired." And sure. I remember sure. thinking, and then I'm like, I would love to just tell her that now if I had the chance because. How, how wonderful. I mean, I think it was like weeks later that Ryan Murphy probably called her and Scream Queens really set the course right. for the yes, rest. Yes, I yeah. feel like I mean, I think Scream... it took her to this No, Oscar, you're right. Really. Like, and um, to think that she thought she was done, it's like, you're never done in Scream Queens is yeah. really what started yeah. her, this, her renaissance. This renaissance yeah. of her career. I mean, I feel like also just kind of realizing that the amount of coin that she can make for really leaning into the Halloween movies. Well, that's what I told yep. you the other day. Yeah. I said when the writer, I went to an H2O screening, 20th anniversary, and the writer said... You know, she didn't need the money. She wanted the closure, and it was really, you know, kind of hard for her to have to deal with the ending she didn't get and resurrection, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, poor Jamie. And I'm like, wait. The universe is funny. She got to come back. She made three movies. She doubled her net worth. She got what she deserved for being Laura Strode, <laughs> and everything is And is she got Oscar now. at the end of the day. I know. Too. Yep. I, um, did I ever tell you after that Newsweek article that someone reached out to me, um, did you know what my? I remember. I remember the Newsweek article. So I, I published yep. an article in Newsweek about mm. her, and um, I got a, a message from her publicist saying she wanted to send me something. <gasps> I screamed. I cried. I woke up my roommate. But it was literally like moments after that that all the Oscar buzz started. So I have not received anything. Sure, I don't, yeah. understandable. I don't, I don't need a gift. You know, I would just. I she, love knowing she, she read it. Least, I love to know what she, she at least thought. knew yeah. about the article right, right. and yeah. maybe read some of it. Right. I'm like, I don't want to be yep. that crazy person calling her publicist every day. Like, um, can you? Never got my chocolate. So it, was, it's, it, it feels incomplete, but it's still it's still really cool. Sure. But yeah. Okay. okay. Maybe I'll tag her in this podcast and she'll and she'll listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so. We, I love Lindsay's arc in this, or not arc in this movie, but but the character. I like that 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 she's got this point of view, and she's a, she's she's like she's a teenage girl. But I I do like that they edged her out because at least it gives her kind of it, like I said, it gives her a point of view. Um, and so Tess as the mom, I'm like okay, because I haven't rewatched this in in a while since we did the commentary. So I'm like okay. I know she's not going to be like Frazzled Housewife. And I remember that she had like, she was a therapist and she's got a book and all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, mom's got her shit together. But then I was like, okay, I like that Tess is still kind of giving like, yeah, I'm an adult. Yeah, I'm a mom. I'm successful. I've got a book and all that shit. But like, fuck, man, sometimes I'm just trying to answer my phone while I'm driving my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. you pop all four of your tires <laughs> when you're driving. I always, I always think of her whenever I have to exit like a parking lot with, yeah. the, with the spiky the spikes, things. Yeah, I always yeah. think of this movie. Oh, yeah. And this movie makes me think back to the days of having multiple devices. I was going to say that. <laughs> yep. you know, sometimes I feel like those things can date a movie, but in a way yeah. you're like, wow, okay, they were still, you know, hip 20 years ago. Things were yeah. evolving because, yeah, it was like 
the Palm Pilot. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, I, I know tons of people, but you know, people you even your in Palm Pilot, my you had your cell phone profession still have work phones. Uh-huh. You know, yep. having two phones is kind of a thing now. With yeah. people have a work phone and a personal phone and all that. But yeah, having the the Palm Pilot on top of that, like it's like she had her. Her, you know, therapist phone, her regular cell phone, and then her Palm Pilot, and then like a pager. I was like, "Damn, girl, there's a lot of stuff going on." But um, yeah, and it's like she, it, I would, it's it's easy to see how her kids may think like, "All right, lady, you you know, calm down. What do mm-hmm. you have to do? Just go sit in a chair and like yeah. talk to people all day." But it's like, yeah, she's she's got stuff going on. Now, did the late great. Willie Garson steal oh steal the movie. My God. Oh yeah, that, I totally forgot. And I was watching that, and <laughs> yeah, I got I sad. I think that he had a very special episode this week on, and just like that too. I, I heard, haven't watched. I, know, I haven't watched know, the episode people yet. People spoil that way too fast. I'm like, are you up at 3 a.m. waiting for HBO yeah, to refresh? Give me a break. I hate that shit. I know. I, I read that I today, and we haven't with, gotten to it yet. I was getting it with Star Trek. I was. I'm getting it with just like that. I get it with Drag Race. You can't watch. You can't look at your phone after yeah. like 11 p.m. And my friend like, said it almost feels grimy, like they're just trying to go viral real fast. Absolutely. It's like. Absolutely. So it's like almost I don't know. It's it was gross. good to see. It was good to see. Um, it was good to see Stanford. Good to see Willie. Yeah. yeah again. Good to see Willie. Um, but um, Evan, right? And she says, "She yeah, says Kevin." Yeah. He's like Evan, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, I, I love that. What's the line? He's like, um, "Well, this morning was fine, and and then I woke up." Something <laughs> like that. And also, I was gonna say the. The, just that little montage of the the patients, the like the bumbling one who's like sure. <laughs> just crying, yeah, yeah. And how does that make you feel? Just like ah, yeah. <laughs> and then she's doodling on her binder, like yes. Jake, yeah. love it. How do we feel about the magical realism of when they go to Chinatown, the Chinese restaurant, the Chinese restaurant? I mean, it, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's problematic. It's a well. Guess it, what? The um, <laughs> actress I wrote it. Down. Rosalind Chow or the older actress? Rosalind um, Chow. And yes, Lucille she was Tong. recently on that interview, and she said, "You know what? At first, I did think is this cliche, and then she's like, you know what? No, that's how my dad was. Sure, that's how I approached these Americans. Sure. Like, hey, how are you? You know, blah blah. Yeah. Like, she was like, I, I took it and made it fun because I feel like, you know, whether it was an Italian restaurant or whatever, maybe you would want that." Heightened of sure. approach, you Love know. Yeah. I'm not saying, oh, this movie's not canceled, blah, blah blah, or anything like that. But you know, I the fact that she was able to if it's kind of from own her. it, yeah. I felt like okay, that that can maybe keep people. I quiet also think these minute. are really fun character actresses too. That yeah. well, I mean, I'm glad that they got the work. I would like to give a shout out yep. to my girl Rosalind Chow, Keiko O'Brien from Star Trek: The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine. Uh, Star Trek listeners. She's worked, up, she's worked I mean, a lot of stuff, too. Yeah, she is married on Star Trek. She is married to one of the most important characters in Star Trek history, one transporter chief and chief of uh, engineering on Deep Space Nine, Miles O'Brien. And Keiko is a very important character, and she is a botanist, and we love her. <laughs> and we and we stand uh, Rosalind Chow. But again, that's when it works, because she does break. You know, she's like, yeah. I can't fix it. You know, yeah. you can fix it. Like, and that's a really kind of powerful moment. It gives you that little bit of like all is all is lost feeling. I mean, I think that magical element, the music, and I, now you told me that there was a split screen in the first one. Yeah. There, so that kind of is a little throwback, and, yes. and that works very well when they're reading. It, you know? Oh, it's sure, just, when they're on the other both the sides of the bathroom yeah, door. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really. And cool. then it's like, despite this fight after that little earthquake, it's like they're still like mom. Yeah. Like, you know, that was like, a fucking like, scary earthquake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just to jump to the end, in case I forget, like that aerial shot of them like switching back, like it's yeah, it's sure. beautiful. Yeah. And then Very well apparently directed. Quentin Tarantino thought so as well. <laughs> just uh, I, uh, oh, okay, so Quentin well, he's Tarantino. talking about House of Blues scene, but in general, I think that's just the finale okay. as a whole. 
Sure. Said he, Mark Waters said that Quentin cornered him at a party and said that the way you did the oh Freaky Friday God. finale was just so brilliant, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I can't believe Quentin was fan geeking <laughs> to me about Freaky Friday. Like, that's why that. I love when I sometimes see, I don't know really who runs the programming at the new Bev, but I'm like, I just like to think that you know, yeah. Quentin likes I think Quentin has his, has yeah, his hands in some of it. You know? Yeah. Freaky Friday's probably coming next month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so te- Tess... In this in this version, Tess is engaged to a man uh, played by Mark Harmon, who uh, this is going to be as, uh, assume assuming her second husband, uh, Anna, and the little brother. Their father is out of the picture; he is passed on, and so they go to uh, they go to the Chinese restaurant in Chinatown in downtown Los Angeles. Whenever we go to Chinatown, <laughs> I always look in the window of this restaurant because this is an actual location. The I've restaurant is there. Oh, I don't think anything's been in that space for a while. Okay. I thought it was a, it's still something. I thought it was a thing that's only open for dinner hours. I don't know. That the one that's next door? It kind of looked like it was in between ownership when oh. we were there, but I don't know. And I it's like It's never how, open when we're there. I'm sorry, is Mark's character named Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, yes. like he's yeah. he's not annoying. He's not the bad guy. He's really trying. Even with Lindsay, he's like, oh, yeah. I already pre-ordered the blah, blah, blah. She has nothing to do with it. But um, I think it's so funny. Something happens with the little brother, and uh, maybe it's ice cream or what, and it's just such a great line. He's like, you know, this whole dad thing could be hard, or it could be easy, like just oh, kind yeah. of <laughs> shutting him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get Grandpa, played by Charlie from the Golden Girls. Uh, you mean Miles from the Golden Mar- Girls? Miles from the Golden Girls, excuse me. Charlie's dead. Charlie is dead. <laughs> One of uh, Rose's long-term boyfriend on the Golden Girls. I love his Miles. reaction to the little brother saying, I'm a walrus. And he's just like, not right now. Because like, <laughs> it's like in the midst of them fighting and everything. Yeah. Well, they were going to do that little tag at the end. They were going to do right. a sequel, I heard, maybe. Well, that's how the ending of the original... Or the original ends the father and the son. Because oh, wow, the okay. parents are married, and it's just the father and the mother. And at the very end, the father and the son kind of get into a little like oh your life's so easy and then it just i think they i think it actually they do the split screen and the little magic effect and it just ends okay yeah and then it's from the 70s so it's like the end and the movie's over no credits i want to tell you not long ago it was playing on e and one of the arguably best and morbid lines when um when uh anna says uh yeah it's a shame um our father died how quickly he got how quickly I got over him. It was yeah. edited out of the TV version. I was like, is that a little too much? You know, kind of how Disney Plus will take their own reign and, and, and change things. I was like, that's so weird. Because I huh. think that line is so horrible and funny that um it was took off of the playing on TV. Yeah, that yeah, and it's kind of not a throwaway line, but it's there, mm-hmm. something that you remember. But yeah, even though my husband died, how quickly I've been able to get over it. Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, so the next morning when they're kind of figuring all this stuff out, Scott and I are like, is it irresponsible for, for Tess to be like, you have to go into, into work? That's what me. I was saying. <laughs> so I said, we were, talk- we were having this conversation going like, do you think like, Tess is like a licensed therapist? Stay home. Is that very ethical? <laughs> well, she can't let um, Evan. It's Evan. It's all Evan's I think, Evan's I think Evan's just going to have to deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Evan's but like, is Evan going to be like jumping off the side of a building i don't know yeah 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 um i mean maybe but then we wouldn't have got we wouldn't have gotten uh the montage which, which so we love. They, um, when oh that the the makeover the makeover oh montage God, so good. um 
Tessa's makeover definitely gives us a Chicago party aunt or yeah. the, your your kooky your kooky aunt that lives in like Topanga Canyon or something. Yeah, she makes her own candles. <laughs> mm-hmm. She dips candles and she uh, she'll offer you a, like a hit of a marijuana cigarette, even though you're like seventeen, <laughs> and um, she plays a lot of records. Smokes. Smokes Newport. Have you seen that meme? And no, she's like smoked Newport. Steven she smokes Tyler. Spirits. There's a meme of Steven Tyler, and it says, "Why does Steven Tyler look like the cool mom who lets you drink in the house as long as yeah. you don't drive?" Steven Tyler. Bury that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. That's yeah. what you're making. If you're gonna drink, I'd much rather be here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I love. Well, that was another thing too. So pre makeover, there's a scene where they're just kind of having a conversation outside of school, and I was like. I think they wigged Jamie Lee. It's still short, yeah, but yeah. I think they sure. wigged her. And then obviously the the makeover hair is her real hair. Um, I was like, yeah, she probably just cut it to a certain length and was just like. Well, I remember um, make it a little bit more momish. Hairdresser Sean James. He was actually on my podcast, and we got to talking a little about that. And he said something about if you look at the poster, they did add like. Extra yeah, the poster is not really sure. right, right, right. But then, they shopped some of it. Yeah, yeah, but it almost makes. I mean, yeah, I mean, if that. Her real hair looks really good after the cut. If that's if that's not like if it's not a wig, I don't. Yeah. And then and then at the end of the movie, we get I mean classic Jamie mm-hmm. silhouette. Yeah. Everything post H two O. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you posted something about Jennifer Lawrence having an H two O tattoo. Is that real? Um, yes, but I but googled it's to, it and it's I to and remind I, herself to drink water. So I photoshopped it and said Jennifer Lawrence has a tattoo that says H two O because it's her favorite. Film. I yeah. I was like I was like fool. I was like I am I am googling this. No, that would be the reason I have an H two O tattoo. But no, it's just to remind her to drink water. Very very memento uh, of her. But I was, um that her. Oh, sorry, we're jumping around. But you said the ending her hair that that white like kind of suit is that like a beachy thing or is that maybe your second wedding you don't do the whole dress thing i thought that was yeah i think i I think maybe maybe for like both Mm -hmm. i i don't have a problem seeing uh an adult mother with children in a wedding dress right right, yeah what am i like you know miss manners Mm -hmm. but i don't know maybe for a disney movie they're like we're gonna put her in more of a suit situation Um, do you think the movie could have ended in the height of everything or did it need the little did it need the wedding? I mean, I don't know. I think we need the wedding. Yeah. I think you need some sort of a wrap-up with all of these characters and kind of a reconciliation even more so with the band. I guess it just because, made me wonder why couldn't there. the wedding have been the ticking clock? But I guess it makes it more believable oh, that sure, sure, I sure. would miss a rehearsal versus... Right. The, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's just a button, really, because it is pretty quick. And we get to see Lindsay just shredding one more time. With with pink slip. How do you think um, with Lindsay's nip, nip fake guitar playing skills are? Lindsay's fake guitar playing skills. I mean, she tried, okay. but her her fake fake. There's like like levels of her fake guitar playing in this movie, which I kind of love. What do you think is the best? I think her best is when she's actually being Anna playing the guitar. In the I think in the garage. Jamie Lee's fake guitar playing is like top notch. That shit is like chef's I think kiss. there's a story behind when that. When she's back there, she's Oh my god, that's killing I think is that so um I think that they worked with um like a they probably got yeah. a musician lessons. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they got lessons. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when when she pulls out with the solo at at the just, you know, practice at the beginning of the movie, Anna, it's like, okay, cute. When 
Lindsay is Tess in Lindsay's body and doesn't know how to play guitar. And then she's like, I unplugged you. Just go fake it. And she goes out and just kind of like popping like back and forth. I'm just like, this is the best acting that Lindsay's ever done in her life. And the life. little like kick. It's, like, yeah. it's yep. cute. It's cute. I love it. I was like, this is good. This is funny. Very Brady Bunch. Yeah, it's funny. It's great. <laughs> well, kind of by design, the Lindsay Lohan character of the daughter has the less fun to do in the yes. movie. Yeah, yeah. That's just kind when, of by by when, design. When it's it's Tess in Anna's body. Because what you remember right. about Freaky Friday, you think of Barbara Harris's really funny performance. Being kooky. Yeah. Being kooky. Yeah. And Jamie gets to do that in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the daughter is just kind of the straight man. Yeah. I love how you'd think the Stacey Hank House plot would unfold with her saying, you know what, I'm going to go talk this out and things will be better. I right. love that it doesn't because it shows a mom that, you know, sometimes yep. you cannot get through to these mean girls or these yeah. friends. You know, you're not going to get that um, adolescent connection back. So the fact that Tess, who's been so put together, yeah. takes the test and says, I'm stupid. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, and it's like, Jamie Lee's not that old. You remember high school. Mm-hmm. You know mean girls are a thing. Yeah, you know yeah. that, you know, all this shit goes down. So it's like, even though that's like, she she makes reference that they used to be friends. Yes. Right? Yes, uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, then the teacher thing. So there's a lot of yeah, little fun yeah. s- script things. Like, even when you find out she met Jake because he volunteers in detention, not because he was actually in, in detention. detention. And those right, are the things that's right. like, sometimes your mom is not listening yeah. to, to everything. Yeah. 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 And yeah, and sometimes when kids are like, oh, this teacher's out there, I will never forget. My parents were at, in my first year of high school, my parents were like, how's school? And I'd be like, it's so boring. And they're like, it's school. You just pay attention. You have to do your homework. And be like, it's so boring. And then they went to open house. And they went to all of They got our schedule. And they had to go to all the classes. And they got a little thing from the teachers. And the teachers were just like, hey, this is history. This is whatever. My English teacher, Brother LaSalle, was 200 years old. <laughs> and... She was like, he was so boring. (laughs) She's like, me and your dad were falling asleep. I was like, I told you, he's the worst. (laughs) He's 200 years old, and he's a Christian brother, and he teaches English, and it was terrible. I had a 200-year-old teacher. (laughs) He he had tenure, so he, I mean, he, I remember one time he literally, um, it was like a creative writing class, and it's pretty horrible. Someone was re- reading a poem, and um, we weren't making fun of her, but s- my friend did something to make me laugh. And I remember he looked at us. He said, you two, I envy your friendship, but shut the fuck up. Oh my and God. this was in high school. That's a good burn. <laughs> I know. That's I'll a good burn, though. Forget that. And um, I'm like, wow, I'm not even going to tell on him because he owned me, and why would I, you know? But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, sometimes, you know... It, Kids will say, like, somebody's out to get me or somebody's being an asshole or whatever. And parents are like, well, you got to learn how to, like, fight your own battles and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes it just takes switching bodies magically from a Chinese food restaurant fortune exactly. to teach your parents <laughs> to listen. And she's like, that, that was a college-level analysis. And he's I like, love that. And I, I, how would you know? Yeah. And the guy, the guy who does, the, like, the first call is oh, so, so funny. stupid. I know. He's like... This- this, this pop quiz, kinda, um, you know, bopping along. Or this this pop quiz of like asking these kids if on the spot. I was a student in Stephen Tobolowski's class of these. And this was of the Hamlet. pop quiz. 
how fast would I be at the dean's office being like, bitch, you need to sit in on this motherfucker's class because this is rotted, his quizzes are stupid, and we're not learning anything. And he clearly has it out for Anna because oh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck that's about. Uh-huh. That was wild. Yeah. <laughs> but it gives, it gives Tess Anna the opportunity to, yeah. you know. I like when they have switched and they're trying to say like, Whatever the cliche, you could never, you could never last a day right. with me. And she's like, um, "Yeah, I could watch. You're ruining my life." Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that little like. Yeah, yeah. Do we want to talk a little bit about the character of Jake, played by Chad Michael Murray? Chad Michael Murray. So, I, little baby. Face. I mean, I would have lost my damn mind if this kid were to have gone to my high school, coming to school on a fucking motorcycle. Who does he think he is? On a hot, like that, and that is like a motorcycle. Uh-huh. This isn't no like Vespa. It's a Ducati. It, it's a Ducati. I, I love that line. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Ducati, which means that motherfucker goes fast. I, I don't know. It must be nice to be fucking rich. Your parents bought you a motorcycle, and hey, Pete, God. he works at a job though, so he makes his own money. That's what sure. they're trying to tell okay. us with the script. Right. Um, I remember Chad oh, Michael yes. Murray being a thing. <laughs> I um I didn't watch Gilmore Girls until I was much older. Well, he I never was on uh, One Tree, One Tree Hill. Hill. Yeah, but he didn't do anything. I never anything. watched One Tree Hill. Yeah. I mean, I used to think he was cute in this movie. I remember him kind of having a moment in the 2000s. Did he generally have short Shorter, hair? yeah. It was just this movie was, was like yeah, that kind One Tree of... Hill was all short. Okay. Yeah. Short, I can't remember. Spiky, in, uh, he's in House of Wax. There's oh, a, yeah. There's a picture of him going around in like gay Instagram lately. And it's him, oh, like, really? shirtless with a puka shell necklace, like, leaning up against, like, a kitchen counter. Oh. And it's been kind of going around, and it's just like, here's Chad Michael Murray in the year 2002. Well, the, You're welcome. On the oral history, <laughs> he said that his dad was so jealous of him that he got to kiss Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray is also one That's of those funny. actors of the early to mid-2000s of that he's probably roughly the same age as, like, Chris Evans. That I'm sure that they were going up for a lot of the same parts, Mm -hmm. but I could see Chad Michael Murray maybe reading for a Fantastic Four movie, or, I mean, what's like other kind of big movies being shot around that time, maybe like The Island, Mm -hmm. and him just not getting the callback. Yeah. That, this is the one. Mm-hmm. This is the picture that's been going around. Oh my God. Yeah, that is very. Oh my God. High school, 2003. Laguna yep. Beach. <laughs> but yeah, I could see him kind of going up for the big Hollywood roles and just not, not really like, yeah. just not, not just really not getting landing. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully he made some good money off of One Tree Hill. I love that too. his Baby One More Time cover is actually also on the soundtrack. <laughs> oh. He said he woke up a neighborhood because I'm sure it was like a night shoot or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's funny. I, f- I always forget about that scene. I, I like uh, the all the band name drop. All the all the oh yeah yeah okay yeah, so yeah, they yeah, talk about the hives. They talk about so that's why even though I think it's hysterical the Stevie Nicks who's he I'm like Anna I think would have I think known Anna would know Anna said. would know who Stevie <laughs> you Nicks did is. Say that, so she I dropped <laughs> I mean she dropped the guitarist for the Rolling Stones right right so, and that's the moment yeah. that made me think but I, I love that line who's he yeah. but um but yeah I'm like who's Anna's he? a little more you know. <laughs> She knows her music history. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that the music, I think it's aged well. It's not like these are bands that are lost to obscurity. No, they're not. Everything like, that they're talking yeah, about. they love like mm-hmm. Nickelback and like. Right, right, right. You train, always, train you always laugh whatever. about the White Stripes line. Get a, get a bass player. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they don't, they don't like no, them. Right? That's right. like a, yeah. if you know, you know <laughs> type of line. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> the hives, the vines. Um, there's oh, she says the breeders too, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh, that's a deep cut for Anna. That's like, I mean, Anna would be listening to like L seven. That's nineties music in the breeders though. That's nineties music. She would be yeah. listening to all that. That that I would feel like there's that time where it's not old enough yet to yeah. be like cool. It's just like that's like ten years old. That's trash, mama. That's like stupid thirty-year-olds listen to that. But yeah, she dropped she dropped the breeders. I was like, work, okay, um, yeah, funny moments. Get a bass player. <laughs> totally off topic. This stupid is the first time stairs. I noticed that on the table the cereal box said "Freaky Fruits." I noticed uh, that on this <laughs> rewatch too. I had never too. noticed that. You can go eat Anna's favorite cereal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my favorite cereal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, he has so many funny lines. I love when he's just like, "Mom's dead." Like, yeah. <laughs> just because it's Anna who won't wake up. <laughs> oh, God. Those um, shots of them waking up are really well sh- well done, too. They did, like, a like a rig. Like, the... Well, Lindsay's like, got the one the that camera, looks like it's attached to her. It's, it's yeah. like, attached to her mm-hmm. when she's walking around. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. some, like, that's some, like, welcome for a dream shit. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. That's Ellen Burson walking to the fridge. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's, yeah, it's that. Um the door's gone. But back- what did she say about privacy or like privacy is a privacy is a privilege. <laughs> I never grew up in a household that had the door removed, but I remember hearing about it from friends though. I saw it on Roseanne. I don't think that ever happened happen in our household no, ever. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty hardcore. It's pretty hardcore. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say besides some of the representation, I've also seen nitpicks about the, the Chad Michael Murray, the Jake and Anna scenes sure. with, and it's like I, I we like I said we believe that that's Wait, him Anna, with the Anna. actual Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, yeah, yeah, sure, like sure, sure. the, I mean yeah. that kind of shot sure. at the coffee. Yeah. When, but I love it because she realizes, yeah. oh my god. And I think that is, Mark is, Waters knows he's a child. And I think that Mark Waters knows where to take it. Yeah. Of that he doesn't take it too far. Right. Because even later on, Jake says. It wasn't. It wasn't like that. It was just your mom was so cool. Like you know, I felt you know some kind. Yeah, of I way. think he he's playing it in a very like puppy love, confused yeah. kind of like I don't know what's going on here. It should. He's not like I want to fuck. Right, right, right. Test. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's just like an infatuation. Yeah, and it really should start to fall flat at some point when he keeps popping up. But it's so fucking yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah when yeah. he's like behind the bar and she's crawling down, and then at the House of Blues, she's like, "You need to go away." Like it's just like, <laughs> so he he keeps um. Yeah, so th- I mean, there's lines where she's saying like he's too old for you or whatever, and then it's like there's a whole thing where she's like, "Oh, blah blah blah," like why are you in detention all the time? And he's like, "I work here." Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Wait a minute, how old is he? He I is think, in high school. I think he's right? like a senior. Maybe he's a senior and just has some free periods." So we're th- we're thinking Anna's a sophomore. I, mean, I feel I think like sophomore. they look like sophomores. Yeah. I don't I don't know that. They so yeah, sophomore and senior. I mean. Lindsay's only, I think, a year, a year younger. I mean, not even a year younger than me. Well, Katie was um, in Mean Girls is a June. Was Lindsay born right. in eighty seven or eighty right. six? I think she's born in eighty six. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I think she, she's born in She's one of those rare teens yep. that we got in these iconic playing films that was teen. playing yeah. the yep. actual playing age, age. You know, yeah. yeah, which which we love. Lindsay, Lindsay, her career of that this would have been a big deal for her because I mean. Parent Trap was 98, mm-hmm. a good couple years before this. Yeah. And I think that she had done a Disney Life made size. for TV movie, Live yeah. Size, and Get a Clue. So this is her headlining, mm-hmm. like a major movie. And there was probably just a lot. 
there was probably just a lot at stake for her yeah. career with this movie. Yeah, you're right. Of that, I really have to make this role work. Mm-hmm. And then in between this and Mean Girls was Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, which some people love, and there's some cute songs, I never, but I've never seen it. I was I was a little too old. I I wasn't I wasn't watching that movie. Yeah. I mean, I also feel like I kind of missed a lot of the the Mean Girls arrival just because I was finishing up high school and I just didn't have time for it. Well, so, I remember uh, yeah. my friend got a uh, pass from, at, like, we were in Macy's in the mall, and it was like, come see this. And I remember me already thinking, like, a film stop. I was like, this is going to be horrible. Because, I mean, the trailer was, they kind of had to make it make it accessible. And and I remember we got to see it early, and I was like, holy shit, this is, this is going to change everything. <laughs> I, I, I knew it was special. And then the reviews came out, and I was like, oh, my God. It's, and then that opening weekend, and it was just like, you know. It's really great to gauge Lindsay's performances from Freaky Friday. I haven't seen Confessions of a Teenage Drama mm-hmm. Queen, but I... Would imagine that too, and then Mean Girls. Of that, you really see her come into her own as an actress at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of that, by the time she gets to Mean Girls, not even a, a year later, it's like, yeah, yeah, like she's fully. She's I think kind of, she's she helping is, to carry that she movie. She's so good in that movie. Like, obviously, Rachel's amazing, and it's more fun to be the bad guy. But Mean Girls works because of Lindsay's. Yeah. I mean, I'll say something controversial, like Juno, Easy A, like. Sometimes it's hard to really get on board with the sassy, smart-ass people that we're supposed to kind of feel bad for. But Katie, I, I really just you, yeah. you 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 sympathize with her and you you believe her plight. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. But, no, totally. You know what I mean. Sometimes it's hard to believe that some of these people would actually be not popular or not cool. Or, oh, sure, or whatever. Yeah. But um, but yeah. But hey, I mean. Maybe she shouldn't have had success. <laughs> it's good, to, but it's good to see that Lindsay looks okay. like she's in. A I, really it was rough. It was so hard being a fan. I would yeah. like to bring up I know. the fact <laughs> that today, as we're watching the movie, I pull up Lindsay's IG, and it is so perfectly curated for where she is in her career and her, I guess, comeback, if you want to call it that. She looks. Fucking amazing mm-hmm. in every picture. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, the, the like, produced shots that are, like, yeah, fo- fo- you know, photo shoots look great. They don't look like they're overly filtered out. Um, the candids are, are good. She doesn't look like cuckoo bananas mm-hmm. like some people can on Instagram, who will remain nameless. Um, and then... Leave Britney alone. And then <laughs> the SpawnCon stuff, she's got stuff with, like, Crocs. Like, she's got goods. It's not, like, corny, like, play yeah. this, like, you know, mobile game or whatever. Yeah. Like, she's got, like, uh, she's got some for Crocs, which is, like, a good brand yeah. for somebody, you know, her age or whatever. And, um, but yeah, I, mean, I think her Instagram looks great. And it's just, like, a good reflection of, like, okay, this makes me feel, like, she as a person yeah. is Look, probably in a in a Oh good no, for place, sure. Even know? I watched the yeah. Christmas movie, you know, it was cute. Yeah. She's she's trying. Um I just think even if her personal life didn't interfere, it was just that's when she got that seven million dollar contract, which was such a big deal. Right. But think about it, I mean, Herbie Mode did okay, but you got even Prairie Home Companion was cute, but that didn't do well. So, Georgia um, Rule. All okay, that so drama. so I wanted the I wanted to tell you the story of when we were doing our Mean Girls um, That's right. I mean, you've probably our, covered this. Before. Our Mean Girls trivia of that I had all these like trivia questions about the cast, and I was like, okay, I got a really good one for Lindsay. I'm gonna ask you this and see if you get it. What's <gasps> yeah. the 2006 movie that she made with Emilio Estevez? 
That's a hard one. And I remember nobody got it. No one got it. <laughs> Wait, give me a sec. Brad didn't get it? No, I no one got it. I think he knew and didn't want to say. Mighty Ducks Emilio Estevez? Yeah. I mean, he directed it. Wait, what? It's not I Know it Who Killed Me. It is all-star no, cast not I know who of Helen me. Hunt, Sharon Stone, Demi Moore, yeah. Ashton Kutcher. Nobody saw it. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. But I just thought it was real. really interesting. Bobby, it's called Bobby. Bobby oh, is oh, like yes. Bobby, like gone to the ages. No one remembers wow. it besides me. And, and I, I remember that. That was that was a big deal for her too. Mm-hmm. Um, is that about the the assassination who of, killed John Lennon? Of, no, oh, just Bobby Kennedy. Bobby, Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> Where did I get that from? <laughs> That's the one you're Jared thinking Leto. of. The one Jared Leto. Okay. And isn't yeah. she in that too? Chapter twenty-seven. I don't know if she's I feel like she's in that she somewhere. Yeah. Oh my god, see? So my So okay, I would no like one got to it talk though, huh? about the Dottie Robertson show. Yeah. Oh, played by um played by Dina Spivey Waters. Married to Mark Waters. Married to Mark yep. Waters. Oh. So fun Tess I'm learning. Goes on the show. Okay, first of all, a surprise talk show appearance. <laughs> right? First of all, right. Okay. Sure. That's a thing. What if she's not prepared? I know it's her book, but it's like, give oh me my some God. time. When she says, hey, my publisher's worried that people won't know what senescence <laughs> <laughs> means. Do you know what it means? It's like, no. No. Um, can we? Oh, people. Oh, people. Oh, got it. Got it. Can we talk about this? Are you there? Goddess me, Margaret book cover. Yeah. I love, go- this, I love this. I love this cover. On? What is going but, on? With I mean, this book I, cover? I have worked at a bookstore. I have looked at covers from the new age and self help section. This is definitely Real like. Quick, I heard we all slept on that, and it's really good. Are you there, Margaret? Did oh, we know? watched it. Oh, we saw it. It's we great. Saw it the theater oh, it was loved wonderful. It. Right, yeah. So on top of that, <laughs> yeah. okay, back to I'm back rooting to for Donnie. the. I'm rooting for the Oscar nomination okay, for uh, Rachel McAdams. She's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this looks like a print on demand cover. There's books that have those covers, though. No. I was wondering yep. today, I work part-time at an auction house called Prop Store. So we get lots. I was like, where are the Freaky Friday Pops? Where are Tessa's <laughs> I want that book. I know. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to have to do my research. I'm going to go back there on Tuesday. I'll be like, did we ever have anything from Freaky Friday? There's a good shot of it uh, just in the movie. You could probably get a good high-def I'm sure that I'm sure that book is just in like Mark it. Waters' office or something. Well, it's funny. We, ha- we got a bunch of Gail Weathers' fake books at work. So Love I thought it. that was so Love fun. That. So I'm like, yeah. you know. Do you great. have a, a hardback great. of the Woodsboro Murders? Um, if if we don't, we did at some point. That's cool. So I will look. Yeah, we definitely had Out of Darkness from Scream Four, <laughs> which is um, that's Sydney's book, right? Oh yes. My God. Can I just say I love that makeup artist? Just one liner. He's like, "No, please just sit still." Yeah. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was trying to get something out of him. He's like, "Nope, <laughs> not for me." I love that line where she sits down and she's like, "Don't worry, I actually read this one." <laughs> so funny. Mm-hmm. You even called out that, that was Mark Waters' yep. wife as we're watching it. I was like, okay. I love this actress. She was on Six Feet Under. She was really good. Oh. oh. Do you remember her on Six Feet Under? Have I heard of it? Or Oh, yeah. I've heard of it. Did you ever watch Six Feet no, Under? No, no. That's oh. about the, the, the funeral, funeral home. home. Yes. But she she was just kind of a, a funny recurring character okay. on Six Feet Under. Um, I've watched the final 10 minutes because I don't remember why. Maybe because I mean, of the everybody song did at that everybody time. Everybody talks yeah. about that. See, a song was huge. Yeah. I'm looking at the IMDb for uh, this movie, and the younger brother is a full-grown adult now. That's weird. I think he might have been on the article a couple days ago, no? Oh, wow. There's his IMDb. Look at that. (laughs) like, oh. It's it's weird to see him not a child. (laughs) As, like, a full-grown person. Oh, wow. (laughs) Pretty eyes. I briefly remember Haley Hudson 
from stuff she plays. Is she the other friend? She's the other friend. I remember her from Weeds. Okay. She was dating the brother on Weeds, I think, on season one. I will say she has the worst line of the movie, if oh, there what is, is it? one. Aren't you like the maid of horror or something? <laughs> that just line just horror, doesn't yeah. stick with sure. me. I know it's supposed to be for a tween movie, but I'm just like, oh, God, no. They should have <laughs> They should have given that actor, that actress at least, like, doubles of other things to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I know we talked a little bit about the... Uh, the band and the fake guitar playing, but I did want to mention that when they are at the House of Blues playing a full song, which is three and a half, four minutes long, not one person in the audience is like, that girl's not playing anything. Yeah, yeah. I love that somehow just, just like, in time yeah, they recover she really wins fast. the audience back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's just, clearly, that girl is just Standing there. Standing there. But that's what Looking adds confused. to this. Yeah. But it adds to the suspense because, yeah, everyone's kind of looking at her like, what the hell? And even Tess is up there in the balcony. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> she saves her in the nick of time. Long enough. The song is long enough for Tess to come down to the balcony, make her way backstage. I'm assuming she has some sort of wristband. She's with the band. Yeah. You can pull the I'm, I'm, I'm her mom card, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I love that. I was like, this audience, they are drunk or stoned or something because they do not give a shit. Battle of the Bands, man. Battle of the bands. Have we ever been to a Battle of the Bands? No, because they do don't these things really, actually happen? They don't really exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only in TV shows and movies where the kids are in a band. But I like that it was for something. It was like, okay, this is for a spot on... They didn't even have to make it a real event. They could have just called no. it some random thing. I was wondering if the guy that was announcing them was somebody at Kiss. Yeah, Kiss. I don't I know. I thought it was. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, you know, I know K-Rock, when they do the Weenie Roast, they have a locals-only tent where they would have local bands play. But they were usually local bands that would have, like, a song that, like, Rodney at least would play. Like They would at least have an album, and they were signed to someone. Or maybe not signed, but independently, like, an indie band, but still, like, would have something that would go on, like... I would have loved to have seen a cameo by Rodney. Bingenheimer if Rodney movie. Bingenheimer was he in should be in this Fr- movie I th- yeah I feel like he would really love like I feel like he loves Jamie Lee Curtis and I feel like he would have really loved Lindsay too he loves he loves Annette Funicello I think they're kind mm-hmm. of in the same kind of vein <laughs> we're talking about the kooky K-Rock DJ that would do like the like the graveyard uh-huh. shift on K-Rock oh okay Rodney Bingenheimer uh, was the DJ on K-Rock that would play Sunday nights, very, very late at night, but he was the first DJ in America to play, like... No Doubt. No Doubt. Yeah. He oh, was the wow. first DJ to play, like, Blondie. Mm-hmm. He played, you know, so like, like, the at Go-Go's. Late, at late night, you take a chance on yeah. some of these. Yeah, and he would oh, play, wow. like, these bands, and they would just... Months, a year after he would play them on his show, they would, like, break, oh, wow. you know? Um, but he would have, and they would come in studio, and they would just. So K Rock would have these bands just in regular rotation because Rodney started playing them. Mm-hmm. But Rodney has a very like '60s like mod kind of cool guy vibe. Um, he also has a a little creepster kind of a vibe too. Cause yes, he was the guy that always his girlfriend always looked the same. And and she was always like twenty five years and old. And he's right? like seventy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he would always have the girl. If you look at pictures of him in the eighties, look at pictures of him in the two thousands. The girl always looked exactly the same. Oh wow! But he always got is, older is he and older. Still and older. with us? No. 
I feel like, did Rodney die? I think he's still alive. Did he get sad when Rodney died? Pause it. Look that up. Oh, yeah. He's alive, but they canceled him. And that was sure. Uh, K-Rock, they've been bought out several times. And the last big buyout was the big buyout with CBS. That was the one where they they got got rid of, like, the morning show host, Kevin and Bean. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And they really screwed over the... um, the station and uh, they fight like Rodney was going from like uh, just like the late show, like 10 to 10 to two or something. And then he was down to like two to three oh, <laughs> on Sundays. And then finally they cut him loose, but uh, he's a pioneer. Yeah. He's a little, he's a little tiny elf man. Um, Kooky music celebrity. I feel like, crazy if haircut. You went, like whenever I rent a car, I always pay cause it's worth it for, um, What's the satellite? Yes, and I feel like that's yeah. when you still get a dose of those kind yes. of like classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was listening to a lady; she must smoke ten packs a day. Like her voice was so like raspy and yeah. and kind of hard to listen to, but she was just so wonderful. And I, don't know. I mean, there's just something about like terrestrial radio, and it's like okay, the Wango Tango thing that they are going to is Kiss FM, and I think they do Wango Tango nationwide. Kiss FM is like the Los Angeles top 40 station, but there's a Kiss FM in New York City. Yeah. It's not, it's just like, or yeah, it's called Kiss FM, but I mean, it's just their version of it. And it's just the top 40 stations. And I think they do Wango Tango on the East Coast. And they just do it in the big markets Mm -hmm. that have the, and the big top 40 station cover, you know, hosts it or whatever. Um, But yeah, it's just crazy because it's like, like you were saying, like Live Nation or whatever. It's like, they're getting fucking like Britney Spears and like Drake and like Justin Bieber, they're getting like real acts. Yeah. This is a big show. And I think it's sort of maybe evolved into iHeartRadio. Yeah. I think that's kind of what it is now. I, I think this is better because it, it, this, it raises the stakes. It's yes. not like we're going to play the dance and they're going to choose which band is going to play the dance. Who cares? And you're the not stakes, mis- you're not it, missing your mom's, like yeah. rehearsal dinner to play the school fucking dance. You'll and the miss stakes, it to go play and the stakes in the original, it just it's it's kind of weird at the end. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, really that you don't really sense. know yeah. what exactly yeah. this thing on this pond is. And there's like a car chase, and somebody's in like a. You like see the a, car get like cut in half. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she and she's in like a what do you call it? Like she's like parasailing. Something. Yeah, it's like a parasail. Well, I love how when they find out how they can change back, they don't really have a game plan but you know it kind of organically happens like I love that moment at the rehearsal right, like right. well we're obviously not turning back tonight it's really kind of sad and sweet and kind of like oh no so yeah. that means that but, that means that you have to fuck Mark Harmon then <laughs> yep. ah. mm-hmm. but she's like you know if he loves him like I if he loves me like I think he does you know he'll understand so that's that yeah. that that's probably Jamie's best work that scene does feel like it's delivered by yeah. a 15 year old and it's um and he was a really great dad. Like, you know, that stuff's just so, that's really sweet. And, and I think that's why. Yeah, totally. I, to okay. Yes. Curse. Yes. So they, I like when they, like you said, when they figure it out because they find the fortune cookies or they find the, the fortunes mm-hmm. and they read them again and they're like, okay, selfless act. We got to do the selfless yeah. act. And then they go and they do this whole like band situation at House of Blues. And they're like, well, that wasn't fucking it. If that wasn't our selfless act, we're right, still right, here. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, clearly this isn't happening tonight. So, um, yeah, it's interesting how they're just, they just kind of accept it. Like, this is happening. We are in each yeah, other's bodies. Yeah. Like, this is w- our reality right now. 
And it kind of takes me by surprise that this movie ends on a wedding toast or a speech, which you see a lot in movies. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it works in this movie, and you don't view the scene as a cliche. Right. It works because it's the magic that is actually happening. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, uh, if I went to a wedding and it was catered by a Chinese restaurant, we were kind of talking about that. Bomb. I, would I know, like, right? Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you. So, Pete. <laughs> that um, sounds awesome. Uh, outrageous Fortune in this movie share something in common. Do you know what it is? Outrageous Fortune and With Freaky Bette Midler Friday. And, and Shelley Long. Share something in That's common. That's one of those movies that was like always on TBS when we were little, right? <laughs> I definitely, I remember her doing a... Um, a split yes. across yep. the mountain. Yes, she she jumps oh the big a jump split, the big yeah. uh, jump across the cavern. Okay, yeah. I will I will play Hamlet. You're not. <laughs> it's not. It's not that Shelley Long did a Freaky Friday, is it? Um, close though. Well, no, I was, she I was did. Making... She did play the mom yeah. in the '90s one. But yeah. this movie is co-written by Leslie Dixon, and Leslie Dixon uh, wrote Outrageous Fortune. Oh, okay. We got to give a shout out to Leslie Dixon. I mean, she's written some of my favorite movies. Have you I'm, done that movie? We have done. Outrageous oh, Fortune. Wow. Uh, Overboard, one of my favorite comedies. She wrote Overboard. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire, she wrote Freaky Friday. She wrote uh, the Mrs. screenplay Doubtfire for Hairspray, the musical. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, Leslie Dixon, I think that she's somebody, too, that was brought in as a rewrite to punch up some lines, and then she just ended up sharing a screenwriting credit. But I was thinking yeah. of the creator of All My Children, but that is Agnes Nixon. So oh, no. Have Close. you done Big Business? Yes. We have. Jeez, you guys. Love Big Business. Over 200 episodes. The, the Big Business was an early episode. I randomly just had a flashback to um, around the Scream Queens era. There was a little pic going viral of uh, Josh Peck kind of ogling Jamie on a red carpet. And um, oh Jamie retweeted it. And Oh, no, he said, what can I say? I'm a big Freaky Friday fan. And uh, then she replied and said, we should do a sequel where you're an uh, old woman going through menopause and I'm a 27-year-old boy on Tinder oh or something like that. That's <laughs> why so I thought that was kind of a funny uh, oh my God. response to him. I lost my mind when I saw Josh Peck in the trailer for Oppenheimer. I was He's like, the one oh who's not God. in trouble, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Drake is yeah. the... Uh, yeah. Jake. Drake, Drake, I, okay. Drake, I think, is the hot mess. Okay, yeah. That's yes. a, He's going through it. Oh, Josh Peck's in Hoppenheim? He's the one that presses the button. I didn't see it. He presses the button. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah it was like an important dude in, mm-hmm. like, in the whole Manhattan Project. Um, uh, Oppenheimer? That's a big that deal to get past a Chris Nolan audition. But there's a lot of like there's a lot of people that came from like Disney and Nick in it. It's weird. <laughs> but they're getting a certain age. That, uh, yeah, they're yeah. going to be in real movies. Oh, yeah, there. Josh Hartnett. Hello. Right? He's in it? <laughs> yes, okay. Josh Hartnett is in it. Um... Good for him. Yeah, I mean, we love a comeback. He's <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis's son. <laughs> H2O. Yes, yes indeed. I um yeah. my roommate and I, we have a little jar of we put movie titles in and um she's never seen The Faculty and she's been on a 90s kick so I added that in there. The that was one of the it, trivia. It, that's uh, uh the, that's that is a big anniversary this year. Yeah, 25. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, it came out in 98. Yep. Love December it. of 98, Christmas week. Love mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, I want to give Tess some, uh, I want to give Tess her flowers because it looks like, I feel like she has been rocking the short hair for a good few years of her life. And she comes down the stairs in this French twist. Oh, sure. For the, for the rehearsal. Dinner. Oh, that she dress. Gives, <laughs> she gives, she gives Anna that, yeah, that little tight, Anna's uh, hair. 
that little tight updo <laughs> is like mm-hmm. impeccably styled. She's got the streaks working. The streaks are streaking. The twist is twisting. It's like looking perfect. Because uh, at first, when she goes to school, it's just in a bun. Uh-huh. I mean, not that a bun's easy, but well, I guess a bun's easy. But um, you know, it's a, it's a bun. It's a little simple. And I love that line where she's just like, "You never wear these pants. They're so cute." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But that's right, because then at the concert, her friends are like, we need to do something about yeah, your hair. They yeah, say, it's up in this super fancy little chignon. But no, I got confused. But yeah, Jamie as Anna, that dress like with the back. Yes. And she looked that's so That's a good dress. Yeah, that yeah. Day, yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah, uh, I love the way they style her when she's when she's Anna like it's 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 good it's like it's age appropriate she doesn't look crazy she doesn't look like yeah. somebody who's trying to dress like a kid she doesn't look like Steve Buscemi and uh yeah and 30 Rock fellow fellow yeah. fellow teens or whatever um yeah she it looks age appropriate it looks good on her the clothes are they're not wearing her you know but I think Jamie Lee is just a cool person so she can pull off mm-hmm. looks yeah um but yeah that's a that is a good look that in that black dress they both look really good in, the, in that scene. I do also love, too, that her makeover look where she gets the shorter haircut, there's like, there's red in it. Like, they dye it. Mm-hmm. But it's like a darker, almost like a cherry-ish red. And then at the wedding, they tone it. Okay. They soften yeah. it. It's a little bit more like you, auburn. You mentioned that they soften both of them. They, yeah. Um, Anna's chunky highlights... They're there as well, but they're a little bit more blonde and not. Well, you're as, giving like, me no. They um at the I'm sorry at the interview we read a couple of days ago. Apparently, after the test screening, you're making me wonder now. Th- I remember some quote like, "We talked to Disney and they said, all right, here's a couple million. Go do what you have to do.' Because I think at least the stuff with Grandpa and Harry was like a reshoot okay like okay sure. they didn't even use it so that might explain a little bit they, of the, the, oh they used a little they bit some of it, of it. Of it yeah. yeah so well I also just figured they're back in their bodies I know it's like the next day yeah. but I figured okay this is a big day so let's get a little touch up mm-hmm. on our hair but um they're both of their both of their coloring is a little bit softened mm-hmm. I mean on Anna's you could maybe explain that it was like finally like just brushed out yeah um but Tess's hair, it's a lot more like an auburn, more of a natural red. And her her makeover, they like went in with like, with like, black cherry. I just I saw you pull up the poster. I just love all the press photos from this movie, like yeah. the promo shoots, like Jamie with the guitar and the other, just so fun. Yeah, there's some there's some good there's a good one of them on the stage at the House of Blues, and it looks like it's it's staged. But yeah, the the. Yes, yes, yes. Oh the plaid, gosh. the uh-huh. plaid jumper. Okay, I remember that yeah. one. We love the plaid jumper on Jamie, and yeah, and Lindsay in like a business suit with pearls. <laughs> it's very, um, it's very Aunt Sassy when yeah. when they're doing the promo ah. shoot for like yes, room and yes, board. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna need you to stand more in that corner right. and look, look. She's like inside Look, look disapproving. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, you're I'm, doing model mouth too much. I'm gonna. I remember one no, time I stealing my true. friend's iPad and making all the backgrounds. Yeah. Um, Oh, that picture of Jamie. Look at this one. Yes, I love oh that poster. Oh, my goodness. That's like a that pose. Yeah, I really Ooh, like that Jamie, one. Jamie, she's killing it in that one. Because at first she's like on her knees. And then there's the one from the poster where she's just standing there looking shocked. But uh-huh. that one where she's like shredding. Okay. You better work. She seems to still keep up with Lindsay. Yeah, I, I mean, really I've, I've been seeing kind of stuff with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
messaging that they've been talking or yeah. doing some press for like the twenty year reunion or something. Twenty years, oh my god! Oh. But no, like I always, I just thought these sequel. The sequel talk was just little rumors, but no, apparently it's it just, happening. It's actually like there's a writer. Everything, I think so. that you can probably even wait another year or so yeah, that yeah. you could maybe easily explain that the Anna character would have a teenager. Yeah, I mean, times are different. Yep. I mean, she's still her age. Lindsay just had a baby, so it worked. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like I don't want because because Jamie Lee's got to be in there. I want, I, oh they, no! They she just w- have them flip again. No, no, th- that's what they said. They said that the time lapse has made it work because, yeah, a grandma trying to yeah. well, make Scott's, her daughter, yeah, because you know, Scott's saying a certain way. Are they going to have? Yeah, so she doesn't have to be going, a teenager. Are they going to have Lindsay just, being a mom of like a teenager? Correct, yeah. not a teenager, no, like a like a baby, like a kid, okay, yeah, sure. a toddler, yeah. maybe. Oh, toddler, yeah, yeah, that would make that would make the most sense. Yeah, because she's too young to have a teenager. Yeah, and not her flip with the teenager. Okay, so. Jamie Lee flipping again. Is it is it going to be one of those things that um, the test character is going to be like being a mom? Like I did it, right? And right, like, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a lot. To is it kind of grandma remembering yeah. how hard it was to be a young mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could write this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Get Disney well, on the phone. But it's funny you say that because that's what I was going to say. I'm not like this movie is wonderful and iconic and fun, but it's very simple. That we are not going to be so hard and putting all of our you know, hope into this sequel. Like, it's just going to be what it right. is. Sure. Right. We're not going to be mad if it's, it's not going to be the same, but this movie isn't like life changing. Even doing the notes for this, like, it's nice to just talk about a movie that just is. We don't have to do too much in, in depth uh, yeah. analysis and what does this mean and blah, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching this, it's not, it's not breaking any but boundaries, but because Hocus Pocus did flop and it wasn't a hit, and its life grew and grew and grew, that's why I feel like it was a little more crushing that we didn't have the original cast back, and it wasn't the release that we anticipated. Like, sure. I'm just saying, like, or that, at least with uh, Omri, right? yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, yeah. gosh, that would have just been the dream. So with this, if we're gonna get them both back, and it's a little silly, cute TV movie, whatever, it's gonna just be fun. To, to see them again and just to have Lindsay and Jamie reunited. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. So we will be recording again when that <laughs> I do think give it a few years when Lindsay has kind of, I mean, a few years of being a mom. I do think that the major studio roles will come back for her. Yeah, she's got an Oscar in her. It's coming. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's definitely at least another chapter of her career that is major movies that aren't streaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They could still be streaming. Yeah, because I don't... I mean, if anything, people were worried about... Yeah, just contractually fulfilling your obligations when, when things were rough. And now, yeah. you know, hopefully she'll just be... She'll be responsible. She has um, that Irish Netflix movie, Luck of the Irish or something. It's with Jane Seymour. And I think it's going to be out later this year. Oh, okay. It's, her, it's, it's like her, her second Netflix movie. Okay. Because she booked three, didn't she? Yeah, I think I so. I think that she at least has the, has she has two in the can. But I think the deal that she booked with them was for three movies. Yeah. So and we've got the we got the Christmas one down, mm-hmm. which will which we'll be watching every year. <laughs> um, would you say this is your favorite Jamie Lee Curtis movie? Then I think we may have discussed it. Well, I mean, Halloween has I mean, to be. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, it would. It's definitely top five. Uh, yeah, I think so too. That uh, Halloween, Freaky Friday. I would love to know how close she got to that Oscar nomination. I know. Because, I mean, I think that she at least was 
discussed on long lists for, for, for this movie for Freaky Friday. Yeah, she got the Globe. I think she was at least in discussions. If you saw a list of well, it's just ten like actresses. True Lies. She yeah. won yeah. the Globe, but yeah. that comedy drama divide, and you know, people—it's always harder to get in with comedy. So, so yeah. I mean, I remember just being really proud and happy for her, and seeing her in the audience. In white, looking gorgeous. I used to... Do you know what was... Who'd was, she lose to? I don't know. I think I might have looked it up. For, for, for what? The Globe for this? Friday, yeah. Um, oh, it know. was um, Diane Keaton for Something's Gotta Get. Oh, uh, okay. And she would go on to get the Oscar nomination. Do you know what one of my early... Like, my ear, my earliest exposures was to Jamie Lee Curtis? My Girl. It was My Girl. Yeah. A yep. lot of people say that. Mm-hmm. I used to really love her character in My Girl. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I go back a little further than that. Anything but love. Anything but love was uh, definitely an early Jimmy. Is Lee that Curtis streaming for me? I don't believe. I've it's looked up. Anywhere. I've looked up the DVDs. Yeah, my sister and I used to love it. My sister loved Richard Lewis. Um, I loved Anne Magnuson. She was on that show. That's her first. Um, yeah. That's her first Golden Globe too. Okay. And she won for TV. And then I think she won a TV movie called Nicholas's Gift or something. Okay, um, maybe. Like an Emmy. Oh, that might have been Emmy, actually. Okay. Yeah. I know everyone's like, she's I going mean, for EGOT now. She's, I mean, she's, she's coming <laughs> she's for that coming. EGOT with the bear. Oh, yeah. They're going to, they're going to, I mean, they're going to get her that, like, it's going to be guest. Yeah. And then I saw an um, Emmy. An Emmy. Okay. Her yep. and Tiffany yep. Haddish were saying they want to do the odd couple on Broadway or something. So that could be Jamie's. Uh, we went to, we went it. to the Han Mansion. She's fun. As I've heard Leota. things about the accent. People had some issues. That's so fine. She, she played. Oh, I didn't even care about that. Oh, good. Yeah. Some people are just too much. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, and the costumes were really she, cool. She looked so. like she was having fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how is she going to get her Grammy? Uh, Audiobook. Um, yeah, right. That's, that's what Viola Memoir. Davis did, she right? Only, yeah. She only writes children's books. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> but no, but she can be cho- chose to narrate uh, something. That that's would, how, that would make that's how Kate Winslet has hers. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get her on there. But yeah, I guess, I mean, yeah, like, what's your favorite, Jamie? It's like Halloween 1, Halloween 2, H2, no, but um, sure. I would say Halloween, I mean, besides Halloween H2O, Freaky Friday and True Lies are very deserved, iconic uh, moments. You know, I own. hadn't seen True Lies until, like, this past year. No. Uh, for some odd reason, I missed it. I Isn't have it no incredible? idea why. Um, uh, I thought it was okay. I think weird. it was a movie that... Weird. Sorry, sorry. Isn't she incredible? She's great, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, hello. she's great. She did her own stunt. She was hanging mm-hmm. from that helicopter. She was hanging from all there. Of those, from yeah. that pole. All of those action sequences are... are all those action, action sequences are great. Her character development is really fun. But I think about that movie that I think kills it now, just because we have a country has just changed a lot. Oh, no, for sure. I there think was, it's, it's all the terrorism stuff. Yeah, no, no, for yeah. sure. I was Which always I think, so excited for True Lies 2 because yep. it was talking. That movie was huge. And it was like, post 9-11, it's just not funny anymore. I think anymore. Even, yeah. even James Cameron is, yeah. has also well, mentioned that. Well, everyone's waiting yeah. for a Blu-ray. Like, it's almost like bastardized in a way. Even, um, unfortunately, Elijah Dushku has come out with claims that yeah. she had some issues. So, yeah, there well, are mm-hmm. some things shrouding it. But I will say, as someone who is not an action movie person, that movie is accessible to everyone because it has all the ingredients that you could possibly want. The romance, the comedy. And you get you know. the whole like romancing the stone aspect mm-hmm. with her character of just kind of getting thrust into being an action yeah. hero, being a being a housewife. I don't know if you heard this, but um one of my favorite stories she said about Arnold was, you know, Arnold was huge at that time. He was the headliner of that movie. He watched it and called James Cameron and said, I think Jamie deserves to be before the title card 
with me. Oh, sure. yeah. And she said that was just like, you know, that, that just brought her to tears because how amazing. And then I watched it not long ago and it says Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, True Lies. Yeah. And she was not huge, huge, huge then. So she, to I mean, get that. She was, but it, it was a different time. I mean, Trading, I mean, you have, you have Halloween, Fish Called Wanda, no, and My Girl. Trading, place, gonna, trading oh, yeah, Places, course, trading trading places, places yeah. was a big deal. huge. And Blue Steel was Not it. huge. It was it, bitch. I remember that shit. I'm older than you. <laughs> I remember Blue Steel but was huge. I don't huge. think it was a success. No, it wasn't a success. But Catherine Bigelow would go on to do great things. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember... Yeah, I didn't, of course, discovering her, I didn't know what Blue Steel was, and I was looking at, like, a Fangoria or something. I always yeah. just remember the, a, the video box. Yeah. It's pretty. I, I mean, it's kind of a fucked up movie, right? It's a fucked up movie. I I think I watched it too young because I was like, you know, sneaking Jamie yeah, movies, absolutely. and I um and yeah, but um, yeah, Trading Places was. A but big, I'm just saying, True Lies deal. was a her biggest movie. Yeah. Ever. I mean, everybody just assumed that it's the closest that Jamie's ever going to get to an Oscar. Was until, was her yeah. winning the Globe? Yeah. Yep. Well, she mm-hmm. used she used to say. Um, until Helen Tasker, Laurie Strode was my, you know, most important role. But now she's kind of retracted that. Not because there's anything wrong with her Helen Tasker role, but it took her a very long time to realize what Laurie meant to people. Sure. It was, you know, you you have to distance yourself. As Randy says in Scream, trading places is when she went legit. She had to to show her tits. Yeah, and get Um, rid of her um, typecasting. But, But it's been a beautiful kind of full circle I remember, like, the bonus features on one of the Halloween DVDs, and I think it's on everything. It's that documentary. And you can tell that she kind of resents having to go to these cons and do all of this press for a horror movie that Mm. she made at that time over 25 years ago. And it's kind of interesting of just kind of her coming full circle of just kind of fully embracing that crowd. It's funny you say that because apparently if you ever had a Laserdisc player... There is a criteria. You do okay. So yeah. there is a cri- there's a criterion of Halloween, but it was only yeah. ever Laserdisc. They, they would only they yeah. would only do. Yeah, I looked it up on discs. eBay. Yeah. It's eight hundred dollars. Yeah. So I did my sleuthing and I found the 1994 commentary on YouTube. I'm going to listen because I'm like I want to know what 94 Jamie did they had to say about Halloween. Did they repurpose any of those for the DVDs? I was going to say sometimes do. Not the, that yeah. the criterion might, one is on was only mm-hmm. on. The criterion that might be a, a legal thing or what? Because like Alien did that. The criterion, the, of yeah. the, the Francis Ford Coppola one for Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula. That criterion. But there is, was no other Jamie commentary yeah. until the 35th anniversary of Halloween. Her and John. So I, it was 94, and then 2000, I, and wow. I think I'm also. So is the commentary? It's the commentary is on YouTube. It's probably just like and a it's, black screen. It's, it's John, Deborah Hill, and Jamie, but they okay. were all recorded separately. Sure, but then put together. Yeah, sure. On it. So I yeah. like. I cannot wait they to do, listen yeah. to that. Yeah, because I think that the one that I've heard for Halloween, just her, her and John, you could tell are talking back and forth yeah, yeah, and doing pretty, it. Yeah. Um, I think that I'm also confusing this with interviews that she did for the Fog. Where she's just like, sure. I really don't like this movie. I was shocked they got her back for that. that. She's just yeah. like, I really don't like this Maybe movie. Maybe that was for John and her I'm really good friends it. with Deborah and John. Yeah. yeah. And that's why, I mean, I have good memories of doing it. I don't like The Fog. I love The Fog. I've only seen it once. I Maybe love The I... Fog. It gets better and better with each viewing. Okay. I, she's not, I was gonna say, she's not great in it, though. If I was going to pick my favorite from the non-Halloween 80s era, Prom Night would be my favorite. 
I remember not loving Terror Train, not loving The Fog. Prom Night's not great, but the disco dancing yeah. and the music. And, <laughs> she has some pretty fierce scenes at the ending of and that And then movie. there's an Australian one called Road Games that she did with Stacey Keach, which is uh, worth seeking Have out. you seen it's her Love Boat episode that she did with her mom? I've seen clips. She's gorgeous. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Love Boat's all on TV. Yep. And then what about Mother's Boys? Mother's you know, Boys. Other... I always remember in the video store, Randy's video store, there's a giant poster yes, of Mother's yes. Boys. Yes, that, that was definitely intentional. And Scream, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, this has been Talking Jamie. So, I mean, this is just our, our big... And I will assign big everyone listening to go and watch the Heidi Chronicles. And oh, my gosh. We'll, oh, sure. We'll meet back here next yep. week. <laughs> <laughs> because... Uh, we can talk Jamie all night here on this show. You're right. She's had such an interesting career. Yeah, really. You can see the ups and downs when you yeah. go look yeah. at yeah. So again, you were IMDb. like, what was she you doing really before Freaky Friday? Yeah. I remember when Taylor of Panama got um, going. I was like, yes, maybe this is another Oscar moment because mm. it's, um, you know, uh, Pierce Bronson and yeah. what's his name? Or at least kind of recreating something that like. And there was Blue a movie called did. Daddy and Them that went nowhere with Billy Bob Thornton and Ben Affleck, and she was in it. And Drowning Mona. I remember her in Drowning Can Mona. Can we talk about Drowning Mona? <laughs> I, watch, I watch A&E. I well, know like how these... <laughs> little gay me, you have Nev Campbell, Bette Miller, love, and Jamie I to, Lee Curtis. I used to love Drowning Mona. Hocus uh, Pocus Screaming Halloween? Like, oh my God. Drowning Mona does not hold up. Oh, it never it's held terrible. up. It's <laughs> terrible. But I'm just saying, <laughs> it's such a shame that, that you had now. this cast in this And also, that is early Jamie doing... Kooky characters of that I'm gonna I'm gonna create this kind yeah. of oh, sure. this yeah, yeah, yeah. this kind of like this a kooky woman <laughs> yeah yeah she's she's wearing a mullet yeah mm-hmm. so really again I will say Freaky Friday I truly think saved her from going into oblivion sure sure are you thinking of Jeffrey Rush in yes, I'm Panama sorry. yeah yes. but I remember in that movie yeah I mean I think. I John think, Borman oh my god but yeah she, her character didn't what have a crazy movie too big. Going. I mean, she's third build. Yeah, I just. <laughs> but no, yeah, I know what you're saying. And then um, Beverly Hills Chihuahua wasn't a big part, yeah, but that was a big hit. Yeah. But I you again, was I was excited for, but it was pretty. Uh, yeah, that was pretty horrible. And they were trying to recreate something that Freaky Friday did mm-hmm. with Disney, and it didn't quite work. But there's a toxic dance scene sequence, so I thought it was funny they had a Britney song <laughs> on Freaky Friday and a Britney song. Toxic. Her That's and Betty funny. White. They're like doing the, the trapeze kind of like whatever when you hang on the scarves and stuff. Oh, sure. Like the silk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What does she have coming up? Well, the Borderlands has been in post-production forever yeah. with Kate Blanchett. So that's another like yeah. big, oh, could is that, be big um, video game. Video game yeah. Is that the... Uh, Ty uh, West? No, not Ty West. Eli, Eli Roth. Eli, well, because Eli Roth and Kate Blanchett are like tight. They're well, like, they the yeah. the they're like, walls, right? they're like good yeah. friends. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's funny. Well, well, I mean, yeah, you're right. That has been in, I feel like I've been hearing about I'll that. I'll just say something so cute. Long. I went to the Everything Everywhere sneak opening at the Landmark in Santa Monica. God rest, it's, rest in peace. It's, it's closed now. Um, and it was supposed to be uh, Michelle, but Michelle had COVID. So Jamie, Michelle was going to be there for a Q&A after the movie. And Jamie was like, Mama's tired. I'm coming to just talk to y'all because Michelle's sick. She said her agent called her and was like, um, there's this weird script. Uh, have you ever seen Swiss Army Man? And she blunt, yeah, 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 I'm a huge Baldano fan. And he was like, oh, okay, because, no, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. 
wait, what? She's like, I've seen Swiss Army Man, I'll do it. Just like she, she was saying that because she was a Paul Dano fan. She was familiar with the director's work and she yeah. was just like, just sign me up. That sounds fun. And I just think it was so beautiful to see that and see that she, not that she didn't think the movie would go anywhere, but that it was just kind of like a, you know, low sure. budget. Sure, I'll do that. Really, yeah. And, then here, yeah. and then she gets an Oscar. Like, that's just it'll so be, cool. And I'm sure that she was thinking at the time, it'll be a week's work max. Right, right, right. But little yeah. did she know just how physical that role probably uh-huh. was going to end up being. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because, I mean, you, you would think that that script would be a maybe turnoff to some people. So, so I think because she was familiar with, with them, it was... Well, I'll leave you all with this. Uh, my stepdad goes, uh, he loves watching movies, and he rewatches movies all the time. And um, especially a movie that's rerun on cable. Especially like a movie that's TNT. rerun on cable nonstop. He is yeah. going through a Captain Marvel phase right now. Really likes Brie Larson. Because he loves Brie Larson. And I will never forget, uh, we <laughs> never heard bought, someone say they love Brie Larson. They love Brie Larson. My stepdad <laughs> loves Brie Larson. And he thinks that she is just so good in Captain Marvel. He, we bought the VHS of True Lies. And I thought that he liked a good Jim Cameron Arnold action movie. And he's driving me to school. And I was like, oh, I watched True Lies. And he goes, did you like it? I was like, yeah, I really liked it. I was like, um, I like Jamie Lee Curtis. And he's like, and he said, she's built like a brick shithouse. <laughs> oh, goodness. That, I mean, it was all about the, it was all about the, the striptease. <laughs> did you see your body? In, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's pretty slamming. <laughs> yep. That was the body. That was the body. And she, and. I mean, how old was she in that? Probably thirty-five. Like, yeah, mid thirty. She said it was 35? her thirty-fifth birthday that they wow. made the um, helicopter. I know. It's like we said before. Thirty-five, me. twenty. I mean, 30 she years is ago, a headmistress yeah. of an exclusive boarding school in Northern California in Halloween H two O, and she is my age. I think movie. what I what was refreshing about the most celebrities like to tell your diet and this and that. She was like, no. Two weeks before that shoot, I just stopped dating. Like, you know, like, <laughs> what are, carrots only or whatever yeah, you got to do to look And that's like very that. her. So does your stepdad, like, sleepover as much as I've started to, <laughs> like, sleepover starring Brie Larson? Well, Did we talk think, about this yet? Well, we talked about this. Like, oh yeah, Brie Larson at that age. Um, he just likes her in a good, tight-fitting uh, superhero suit. But... Um, Let's not get into the Brie Larson weed. Sure. We're, we're, we're cutting low, <laughs> late All on right. this one. All right. You guys will edit a lot of this, right? Dev. Yeah. Okay. Dev, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. So you have your comeback podcast. Yes. We mentioned before I cannot at wait the top to of the show on. that we are on the very last episode of season two. It has taken me almost a decade <laughs> to finish the comeback. I mean, guys, oh, don't, that, don't let that sway you. Please, no, please watch. I, that was just me being lazy. <laughs> Of, no, and I'm no. getting really into it. But hey, on this you rewatch. you purposely wanted to feel what I felt—the yeah. nine-year difference because the That's second true. season didn't come yeah. back for nine years. And I watched—I mean, I watched the first season almost live. I think that I didn't watch towards the end live, mm-hmm. and then I caught up later on DVD. But I was with that show since the beginning. Yeah, because I was living in a small basement apartment that did have HBO, and I remember the summer of 2005 when the comeback came on. So I have almost completed my comeback journey. Oh. I will report back when, when we When are you watching the finale episode. tonight? Maybe. I mean, we can. Yeah, we, we can. can. Yep. Yes. But why don't you tell our listeners uh, about your show, where they can find you, and give them all that good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I just, it's not really a, 
you know, real time Ongoing, after a show yeah. <laughs> since the show's been off the air for a while. But um, but yeah, it's just been a really lovely journey to talk about this uh, niche cult hit that may still have another comeback for a season three one day. So if you like mockumentary style and you like cringe comedy and you like Lisa Kudrow and you want to know that she has something even better than Phoebe Buffay I on think her it's roster. Her, I think it's her best work. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, watch and then um, listen to me and then you'll be able to listen to the TV shows that made us gay edition that Absolutely. I end up doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, that, uh, that's, that's awesome. And um, maybe I will be back for Little Children that we've been talking about. We have been talking about Little Children we've for a while. Do it. I know that movie goes into some dark places, but I was obsessed with that movie when I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. So. All right. We'll return to this I'll conversation to later. Funny. Uh, okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, thanks for coming on again. Well, yeah, maybe we'll have, maybe we'll do little children, but we'll definitely have you on for something in the future. Yes. But until then, uh, we bid you adieu. Last thing, guys, I'm wearing a shirt that says, could you like chill for a sec? Just like <laughs> chill for a sec. Love it. Oh, my God. Oh, and you're also wearing your... Um, Oh my gosh, Disney has this limited 20th anniversary edition enamel pin of a fortune cookie with a fortune sticking out of it that says Freaky Friday. It is so cute. It slides in and out. You hear that? Boop, boop. Anyway, they're really jealous. They go thought to, I was go to downtown to Disney, like, guys. Check one out. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you later, man. Right, Thanks for coming on. Bye. bye. And oh. thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you so much. Yes, indeed. Um, I mean, Freaky Friday. Go watch it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it's streaming. It's there, and the original. Yeah, we, and we did both this week. Yeah, and one of the one of the weird Disney Plus re 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 remakes. We did not watch that. We did not watch that. But you know, Pete. Yes, I think it's that time. <sighs> time for Patreon shout out. Let's hear him. You're right. Let me uh, scroll over to our Patreon page. We'd like to give a great big hello and thank you so much to all of our wonderful patrons, including Brett, Tren, Daisy, Patrick, Kelly, Chrissy, Stephen, Jake, Desiree, Laura, Thomas, Brenna, Jessa Rabbit, Lawrence, Lisa, Alexis, Thomas, Mark, Jackson, Millie, Ted, uh, Benny, Jermel, Melanie, Susan, JJ, Shelby, Muffy, Jamie, Drew, Genevieve, Dawn, Joshua, Emily, Aaron, Jessica, Nick and Shannon, Christine, and also Rufino. Thank you, for you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being patrons. Uh, every donation counts and goes directly to keeping this show up and running and ad-free every week. Uh, if you go over to patreon.com slash movies that made us gay, you'll find all of our watch list commentaries are over 30. There's an entire season of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars where we did recaps for every episode. And we're going to be continuing with television that made us gay. Yes. There's going to be some upcoming TV episodes. It's probably going to be around the time this recording comes out, too. Yeah, this episode. should be. So check that out. There's lots of different tiers for you to check out. And if you, uh, you know, if a uh, monthly donation is not the T for you, just you can do a one-time donation. If you do 10 bucks, that's the highest. You'll be able to get everything for 30 full days. And um, you'll be able to listen to all of it at your leisure. Lots of fun stuff on there. So check that out. Uh, we'd also love it if you would uh, rate and review the show. We got a new review, Pete. What? We did. Sweet. From Misery Love Bates. Read it. Entitled Love This Podcast. Five stars. It's like being in the middle of the conversation with your gay friends talking about movies where you just take in the juicy info and perspectives. 
excellent podcast. Thank you, Misery Love Bates. That's very sweet of you. I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you uh, are an Apple Podcast listener, or even if you're not an Apple Podcast listener, you can go to Apple Podcasts and you can write a review. If you're an Apple Podcast listener or a Spotify listener, you can also give us a star rating. So smash that fifth star all the way over to the right. Give us five stars. If you're perusing through the Apple Store or a Best Buy, find yourself a laptop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Pull up the show page and give us five stars there too. Um or if you're just at the Apple store. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Just just open it up on any of the Macs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh so yeah, so do that. We are on every podcast listening platform there is practically. We're on some that we don't even know that we're on. But um, head over and, and do that. And if you want to follow us on all the socials, we're on all those as well. We're yeah. at movies that made us gay on Instagram and X. X. <laughs> it's just not for porn. <laughs> well, with a name like that. And uh, also Threads. Threads, yep. Oh, but also on X where... MTMUG Pod. Yes, at MTMUG Pod on, on X. It's just Twitter. Yeah. Who are we kidding? <laughs> Let's just call it Twitter, guys. If you want to follow our personals, feel free. My name's Pete. I'm at Peter Lasagna on Instagram. And X and Threads. I'm Scott Youngballer on Instagram and follow my letterbox. Yes, indeed. Well, until next week, our lovelies. Bye. Bye.